Hello and welcome to episode two of Man Rant Corner. That's two. That's we got number two. two, boys. Woo-hoo. Number wow. two. I'm amazed. As always, I'm, I'm Dave, shocked. And with me are Gary. Hello. Gary, they can't see you waving on uh, I'm on waving that. here. <laughs> Imagine him waving. <laughs> Please. What? You mean they can't no, see? No, sorry. Oh, There's, we, can't, we can't afford video. You know that. <laughs> We're on a freaking budget here, dude. Like, straight up. And that would be our other co-host, Dwayne. Hi. Again, and I wave too. You see what you made me do? You see what you made me do? My plan. Damn you to hell. It's working. Good lord. We, we take a month off from doing this. We forget what the fuck we're doing. Like, so Jesus. yeah. So we got a few things to talk about in the in the month that uh, has passed since we did the first episode. Let's start off with uh, the usual headlines. So Gary, you got a few headlines in front of you. So we do indeed. Uh, what's happening nowadays? Lindsay Lohan granted bail, says the headline. Are we still oh. dealing with her? They, she was fucking, a month ago? She was I, fucking well, bailed. She, she was getting bailed out the last me. time we were doing this. It's like a fucking month and a half. This is a monthly occurrence. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> it really must be. Good her. God. So what's going on with Lindsay? Oh my. She, it's not what's um, going on with Lindsay. It's what's going on with Lindsay. <laughs> she violated some bail or something. Arrives at a hearing at Beverly Hills Courthouse on Friday. Actress was granted $300,000 in bail with several conditions, including having to wear an alcohol monitoring bracelet. Oh, that's fantastic. She already has one of those. What is, there's no, there's going to be no room on her body for those anymore. <laughs> what, what is an alcohol monitoring bracelet? You know, what, you know what an alcohol monitoring device is for me? <laughs> you know what it is? Your liver? Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, wow, God, I'm going to puke. <laughs> oh my God, I can taste the bile. It's time to go home now. <laughs> Well, Lindsay's young. She's a little bit younger than us, so uh, maybe God. she hasn't hit that stage oh, yet. You know, you know, oh, you know I, there, there's some excellent parenting going on there. That's what happens when you get like too much too fast, you know what I mean? When you yes. hang out with, with <laughs> Brittany and Paris, and those are your role models, well, you know, something, well, something's wrong. <laughs> well, no, I, th- I think uh, I think she would just feel a little lonely because Paris got some... Uh, Got some attention for that Vegas drug bust. So she, you know, I've been out of the spotlight long enough, and I can't really go to jail because they won't keep me there. Let's see what I can do this time. Yep. Well, she done good. <laughs> well, uh, so she uh, did she get bail? Uh, it sounds like she was granted bail. Um, what the, it what is they, unclear. What did they set bail at her? She's like a menace now. She's oh. like she's like she's like worse than than than. See, I'm at a loss for words now. Well, and I, I don't get it with American justice. Yeah, we're, we're Canucks. American okay, we're, justice. You know, our justice yes, system isn't perfect. No justice system out there is. But bottom line, she's got money. She's got friends that have money. So what's what's bail set at? The goal. 300000 was the bail. 300000 so, Yeah. God. That's nothing. 300, that's nothing. Well, for them, that's nothing. Isn't, for, that, isn't that cover charge for purvey? Pretty much. <laughs> no, that's excess. Excess. Excess, excess, excess we excess. paid that much. Yes. Purvey is And boy, clo- was it worth it. Purvey is, purvey is closed now. See, they had to sh- shut it down once, once we left. So. Oh. That, that, that was it, to say. We, we, it happens. It happens. So, so the bottom line is, what's the point? I mean, well, money. I mean, it's, it's a money. license for the justice wow. system to collect 300000 yeah. Heck, I'd You're like right. keep on busting her. You know, hey, you know, like the guys are all sitting around going, you know, no, it's the, we no, really, you know, we can't afford like a, you know, a new cruise this month or whatever I, kind of perks I don't think they that's get. Even it. I Let's think, bust Lindsay. You no, know? no, no, it's even better is I think it's the guys that run the strip search. 
<laughs> I mean, per- personally, I, I, I'll have her back. I mean, she's, she's, the dim boobies are awesome. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know much, but I know what I like. Can you say that term again for us audience? Well, I, I like boobies. No, dim boobies. Dim boobies. Is that like das Boot? No, das Boot. Dim boobies is dim boobies. It's the German phrase. Das yeah. boobies. Yeah, the das <laughs> There probably is a porn version. Anybody want to look that one up? Uh, no, not, not at this particular juncture. But I feel like getting a virus on my laptop. Okay, thank you. <laughs> What's one more? <laughs> so, as conditions of bail, Lohan is also prohibited from possessing any controlled substances, must refrain from drinking, and must stay out of places where alcohol is primarily sold. So, like, what? So, she can't go home no more. <laughs> yeah. Or to, or to Vegas. Or, yeah, yeah. or LA. Or LA. Oh, or New York. That's going to be really tough. Uh, certain you. sections of Texas. Wow. <laughs> the, nor- the north end of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> The mind boggles. Hey, come on, Lindsay, we got a vacation spot for you. A couple trips down Logan will smart your ass up. Come on, sweetie. You know you want to. Yes. Oh, that, there's oh, a reality God. television That's show I'd be down for. Wow. I'm sure someone's thinking. Someone's thinking. Oh lines. God, someone's like listening to this, and they, you stole our idea. Patent pending, fuckers. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you know, it's funny as you were talking about that, Gary. I was uh, on IMDb.com and uh, I was looking up. Lindsay Lohan movies. Don't ask me why. Her oeuvre. <laughs> it's quite. It's, it's quite a cornucopia yeah. of film talent yeah. there. It's, you know, and it's I, incredible. And there's this movie from 2007 called Georgia Rule. I've seen this movie. I have seen this. Maybe you shouldn't admit that to that. <laughs> I, I watched. No, watch it with the sound off. It's actually so, pretty good. So bottom line here, like MST here's from, from IMDb.com. Rachel comes to stay with her grandmother, Georgia, for the summer, yes. leaving some obvious problems behind at home. Her alcoholic mother <laughs> doesn't even stay the night before rushing back out to California to be with her husband. Rachel shakes up the town, a beautiful girl in the boring Mormon country. Then she reveals her deepest secret to one of her new friends. So, change the location, or locations, <laughs> but bottom line, she is playing herself. Basically. Really? You, know, the, you know, the worst part about it is it's like a one-star movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't play yourself, I think you should really seriously consider another career. I'm just putting that out there. I, I, I seriously, yeah, because like I said, it's... I never really paid attention. It's good. It's nice to know what the movie was about. <laughs> yes. Because all it was was just her cavorting around in a short dress. Yeah, so... That's good viewing. I don't care who you are. <laughs> is is that what makes celebrity nowadays? You play yourself on TV or the big screen and Basically. you make... Have you watched TV or lately? Or you don't even have to. Like Paris Hilton. She. Why was she a celebrity? Because she was a celebrity. You would think it was because of her dad. Her... her well, her dad. Her no, family's empire. Don't but. forget that night vision porno movie she did. Huh? <laughs> Classic. If you want to call that it. Was, that was the most descent. I mean, like, God, I, I couldn't even believe she was getting an orgasm either. <laughs> or enjoying it. <laughs> well, like, actually, really, did I they... believe she's been quoted as saying that, like, I think sex was boring or uninteresting. Well, well, yeah, because it's her doing it. Because obviously she's not very good at it. <laughs> what do you mean? You sit there like a rag doll? There there's, there's a, there are what dining room tables that have more feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask how I know that. Um, moving on. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for that. What, what else do we have there in the headlines? We've got uh, Kanye West returns to Saturday Night Live. Kanye's oh. back on. Oh, yeah, crap. Mr. Oh. West. 
We, we'll Our favorite Bucky Black one. dude. <laughs> did you yes. Guys, did you guys catch... company excluded, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No worries. Did you catch? Uh, did you guys catch was that, that episode uh, on Saturday Night Live? No. Kanye like, West like, was there? You, you know how big a fan I oh, am of Kanye West. No, 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 no. Like Kanye West slippers and <laughs> Kanye West underoos and. Gary, no. Gary, Gary's a straight up OG, <laughs> as OG as Jewish people can get. Um, you know it. I, I, I can't be any clearer than that. But I, I, I know that shit's on your like Outlook calendar. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I caught like, I mean, because Brian Cranston was hosting Saturday Brian Night Cranston, Live, yeah. who is you know, you know, on Breaking Bad, fantastic actor, Malcolm in the, in the Middle, middle yeah. always tends to show up in certain places wearing white underwear. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. Yeah. But <laughs> they made a point. They of that. made a point yeah. of that last night. But all of a sudden, I, I was watching football last night, and I turned it on, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, Kanye West, and I don't really know what I was watching, <laughs> but everything was just white. Yeah, everything was there. Was, there was like this the the standard Saturday set. Night Live set. You yeah. have the band behind you, and you've got the performer in front. Yeah, was gone. It was just Kanye, a bunch of dancing girls, and white space. You know, you know, it, it looked it looked like an old eighty. It, it was it had a total eighties vibe to it. You took the words right out of my mouth. Exactly. I was, I was expecting uh, the the hats of Devo. Remember from Whip It? Yeah. No. It was, <laughs> you know, like from Devo. It had like a ninety nine Luftballons yeah, thing going nice. and some shit. Like, um, I, you know, Stone Temple Pilots did a video that looked like that a few years ago. It was just all them and white. Yeah. And I don't know if he was actually. I don't know if he was there live or not. I couldn't. I couldn't understand it. But I was trying to put my head around Maybe it. Maybe that's why. Maybe he wasn't even there in New York. I don't think he was, man, because I, I was looking at this, and I'm like, is, is he, one, is he even there? Two, um, what, what's, with the, what's with the chicks and, and the interpretive dance yeah. portion that, that I was trying to get my head around? I was thinking uh, I was watching the ballet there for a second. I no. Thought, well, I, what, am I, what am I watching? I think dude dude was like went to some mime show or something, <laughs> and... And did, it, you, did you catch the Michael Jackson red leather outfit? Yeah, he, he, had, he had Michael's old outfit. I think he dug Michael up and put it on. I mean, like, dude was, dude was, yeah, it was, it was like, well, he, it was, he had a few less zippers, though. A few less wow. zippers on that outfit. Not that I was counting or anything, but it, there was a few less, there was a few less, and I, I don't know what the hell that was about. I, I, I was lost. I didn't understand it. Yeah. I, I would have thought, if anything... With Kanye West on Saturday Night Live, first of all, mm-hmm. Lauren Michaels would have come up to him beforehand and said, okay, you know what, Kanye, we'll let you on, but we're going to do a Taylor Swift comment on here. At some point, we want, we're want we going to do a Taylor Swift comment. Yeah. You in or you not? Or you not in? Either way, we're going to yeah. do a joke we're, about we're it. We're doing anyways. It would be better if you'd be in a part of the joke. It'll help your career. Which yeah. is weird because that shit's already a year old. But yeah, yeah like, but still. But, but still, people, people were expecting it. For, for sure. Not for sure. Thing. It's probably because he doesn't have a sense of humor about that, probably. about himself. You think he would, but, you know, I mean, I, I've seen the outfits and the haircuts. <laughs> you think think dude would have, like, way more of a sense of humor than any of us, but apparently not. And what's interesting, which makes this even more interesting, is the fact that he had, I think, Twittered, or, or he, he'd stated, He twatted. Twatted. He said it. I'm sorry. That's how I refer to it. It is if you do it right. Yeah, yeah. It is if you do it right. Trust me. He said, fuck SNL and the whole cast. Tell him Yeezy, which I, I guess is himself, how he refers to himself. Kanye, yeah. Said, they can kiss my whole ass. 
Not a part of his ass, which is, you know, sort of acceptable, but oh, his whole ass. Kanye's not even that big a dude. There's not even a lot of ass there to begin with. And Chris you, Tucker could kick the shit out of that guy. Chris Tucker, you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth, Kanye? <laughs> Never touch a black man's radio. <laughs> Yeah, to Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Chris Tucker needs all the work he can get. He was like busted for tax evasion. So, did you hear about have, this? No. Would you have to actually earn money to be busted? Apparently, <laughs> dude was like apparently like eleven million in arrears, which Bro, is dude, more. What? This okay. is the part. This is the part that disturbs me. Chris Tucker was at a point where he had eleven million dollars. Nice. Chris Tucker. Yep. Do the like do. Put, put I'm doing the math. No, if you're doing the math, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's now, hard. Now, short of Jackie Chan giving him, uh, you know, some advanced money and saying, here, here, you're on tough times, here you go. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll get this movie, here you go. I, uh, other than that... Well, he, he, he was a crazy dude in The Fifth Element, wasn't he? He was, but I mean, was. that was kind yeah, of... Was. Yeah. Oh, well. yeah, that big white fro there, you know? Kind of oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. What the hell, the sh- what the shit was that? I don't even know. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze, yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. What was the two movies with Jackie Chan? Uh, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Rush Rush that's probably Rush where he made all his money. Well, well that, no, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that was three. it. Rush Hour. Yeah, three. Oh, shit. I missed one. There were three. I, I blocked that out. <laughs> like the memories, they're surging back. Yeah, apparently, I think they went to Paris in the third one. Was that one? Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're they, somewhere. Yeah, yeah they took... They, that's yeah, intuitive. They, 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 yeah, they went to North America, Asia. Okay, an Asian cop. And a black cop. Where can we put them? Let's go to France. Okay. God, I, I think there was like some kind of a, there's like a movie script dartboard. Yeah. And that literally, Hollywood execs will just put, okay, we've got, boom. Yeah. Okay, Asian cop. And uh, there we go. Yeah, black cop. And let's get a location. Uh, boom. France. All right. Yeah. Hit. Sounds good got to me. Hit. Yeah. All right. Can we pump out a script in a couple hours? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> I think you're right. There's no dartboard. I, I think, think it's more of a roulette wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they actually come up with these ideas. They're like brainstorming. They're like, let's come up with a really good idea. I know. Something that's never been done before. Like a cop buddy movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, those have been done. No, no, no. Buddy cop movies were done. Cop buddy movies. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, we'll switch it up. We'll make it like multicultural. Yeah. And shit, and we'll make it kind of a comedy. But but Those what about buddies. Lethal? Shut up. We'll make it a comedy. <laughs> and, and and each of the what two about buddies, Shut up. Each of the two buddies has to have baggage on them. Got a lot of baggage. Be, yeah, it's got to be some problems in their lives. Yeah. One 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 guy has got to be like three days away from retirement. We used to do that. No, he was five days away. From retirement. <laughs> this guy's only three days away from it's retirement. Completely it's completely different. It's completely different. The other guy is schizophrenic. Well, no, that's been done. No, he was just batshit crazy. This one <laughs> has an actual psychosis. We can actually make donations to this organization and that's how we fund the losses i'm on to something here man i'm telling it's you genius oh fuck it's easy so any uh any final headlines that we should talk about to the audience there well as, a, as a big star you? wars fan oh, oh here wars. it comes okay here it um, comes gotta do this one star wars saga returns to theaters in 3d oh dear this ought to be good but mr lucas just has nothing better to do than to Sit back and count his money? Yeah. And find a new revenue stream? <laughs> well, come on, Gare. Personally, I don't understand why people have a problem with it. Because the thing is, if I was George Lucas... And, and you're not. And I'm not. But if I was, I'd do that. 
I mean... You mean again and again and again? Re-release well, and re-release well, and re-release? Yeah, absolutely. It's a license to print money. I mean, well, if people didn't I want it, people you. wouldn't buy it. I get you. I mean, this I is a day and age where especially people are like, oh, they, people pirate everything and you can't make a buck in, in anything and whatever. And that, somehow that, Lucas doesn't seem to have that problem. He's that, making plenty he of has money. No, so. He has no problem because, you know, new, new generations of people keep... Discover yeah. new, new generations of people keep discovering it. Yep. And no matter what, I mean, there's there's always going to be a market for it. Ob yep. Obviously, there is as long as people still keep having children and whatever. They're still <laughs> going to keep, you know, bank, you know, buying up the DVDs, yep. going to the re-releases, buying the toys, the merchandise, the video games. Yeah. I, okay. I get it. Yep. I get it. But it just seems like overkill at this point because I mean, he's got you got the Clone Wars out there. You've got you know the video games on Knights of the Old Republic, the old Dark Forces, the yep. old uh, the what, what's the new one? They're, they they got a new Which one. Which one? <laughs> no, no, the live action. The, the, no, 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 yeah, well, video I mean, games, Force yeah, Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Yep. Thank you. Um, yeah, the cartoons and all that. Yep. I mean, you know, it, it it doesn't end. I mean, like Sky. I mean, Skywalker Ranch should be adding additions on. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I think it would be. You know, I think it's like, actually a nation state now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Vatican. It's like the Vatican for geeks. Right? Exactly. Yeah, you can get in. Yeah, you can get in, but I don't know if you can get out. Different different rules. Oh, there's different rules for everybody. I know yep. that. I know that. But the way I look at it is either like Star Wars and 3D will work, or it'll yes. suck. If it sucks, then I won't go. <laughs> Who cares? But honestly, do you think it's gonna suck? Honestly, you're gonna well, go Lucas anyways, is usually, I mean, yeah, you're gonna that, go anyways. That's wrong. Yeah. So, some people, some people are gonna go and see it no matter what. They'll only see it three times as opposed to eight. No, so the thing is, I'll go see the first one. But mm -hmm. if the 3D element really doesn't do much for it or it detracts from it, then I'll be like, well, that was a waste of my time. I'll just watch it, you know, at home. Well, I, I think as most of us go, I think uh, the the first holy 3D movie most of us saw, I think, was Avatar. Avatar was um, the yeah, and I mean, it was shot that way, but that's. They developed the cameras, they developed the technology, they did it especially for this movie. It yeah. cost a boatload, and Lord knows they made it back. Oh, oh easily, yeah. <laughs> but what they had there is, it, it was geared towards that. Yeah. Now he's taking stuff that was filmed in old 70 millimeter, yep. or in old, it could be either an old Panavision or whatever, and now you got to bring the 3D element out of that. Yeah. Now... For a lot of that, they pro there's some stuff that'll have to be recomposited and reshot. For sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. But you know, it, it's it, it's still not the same thing as if it was like filmed in 3D. Yeah. Right. So really, th this this is still going along the lines of what they did with Clash of the Titans. Yeah. When they really they didn't really they didn't film it in 3D, but then they saw what Avatar did, and they see well we got a summer tentpole picture coming out, so let's slap some 3D in. Yep. And anyone who saw that will tell you that the that really sucked beans. Yep. It did. I mean, it. I mean, it was. I mean, you could see what they were trying to do with it, but <laughs> it just. I I can't explain what that was, but it was just a fucking mess. Yep. The only th reason that I I don't think <clears throat> that Star Wars would be the same thing, right, is because Lucas is a perfectionist, <laughs> and I just imagined him cracking the whip on the people. Obviously, you haven't listened to his dialogue. <laughs> well, but you know, to him. But visually, yeah. oh, visually, yeah, without question, you know, but you know. Just like I said, dude, like grab a thesaurus and maybe learn, <laughs> learn to write a story. That's all I'm going to tell you. See, I, like I said, I, I, I agree with you, Dwayne, in the fact that I understand it, although I don't agree with it. it and, I, mm -hmm. and I'll mm -hmm. quote you with mm -hmm. the whole overkill. 
Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is actually kind of promising because now I'm looking forward to other movies being re-released in 3D. <laughs> Imagine, explain. Imagine the Cheech and Chong movies in 3D. That was the whole, the oh, whole oh, experience Cheech and Chong in 3D after getting after getting baked. Exactly. Now, oh, you know, what, you know what they could do is they could actually put fog in the theater. Yeah, yeah. and that so work? it'd be like you're in the car with them. <laughs> See that? I think that's the way how we're gonna have to like bring theaters in. People don't want to go to the movies anymore for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah. You know, morons on the cell phone. <laughs> yeah. People bringing their little two-year-olds <laughs> to a PG-13 flick. Yep. Talking through the... Talking yeah. through the whole thing. Kicking your chair. The, the, the cell phone, like the light from the cell phone and the texting oh, and shit. It's I brutal. mean, they, if you can actually bring, like, an ex- make movies into experiences, you yeah. know what I mean? Of course, that would, cost, that, would, that would probably cost a little too much money. And you know, Lord knows they tried t- that. T- ten buck, ten bucks a flick is enough as it is right now. Yeah, in uh, the fifties though, they tried. Fifties, they tried that. Well, they, they, the movie mat, the old movie matinee. Yep. You know, the John Goodman and John yeah. Turturro. They yeah, had that, that old. They had, they had a kind of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, they had like the experience. The yeah, full you know, experience. Yeah, three D like and sensorama. You know what's going to be? It's going to be like Brave New World. I was, gonna, I was just about to say Brave New World. Yeah, yep. Aldous Huxley was. That's ahead where of we're his, going. Aldous Huxley was ahead of his time on yep. something like that, and that was like back in the '30s. Yep. Right. So the Cheech and Chong movies, mm-hmm. the Harold and Kumar, especially the first Harold one, the White Kumar. Castle. So again, along the same lines as Cheech and Chong, you, uh-huh. you got to watch it and get the experience, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. With but that, 3D, that, do you really want all those experiences though? Some of the experiences, it would be okay. Fun, it'd be funny. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. pump in marijuana smoke into the. I think Apocalypse Now would kind of work with that. Have a building smelling oh, like napalm. Oh, God. And if people are talking too much, you actually napalm them? Clockwork orange. Clockwork orange. Oh, man. That would just scare everyone. Everybody has a seat with yeah, those things exactly. that fry your eyes just open. Just sit back, lean back, and lean back enjoy the show. Somebody put you your drops in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, lo- you're locked in. Yeah. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> or bad. But... The ultimate movie I'd love to see in 3D. Here it comes. A Night at the Roxbury. Oh, oh yeah. How is that going to work? Mr. Spear and the Butabi brothers? Come on, guys. I, the, the, the one Saturday Night Live you would <laughs> have movie you'd actually want to see, and it's that one? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wow. guess I'm in the minority in that. Well, you are a sorry. minority, so, that kind of <laughs> yeah. so I, I see where you're coming from. But. No, if you're going to do an SNL movie like that, I... I, I I, 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 I got just, nothing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I don't I, think I there is speechless. one. I wasn't really expecting anything. I just wanted to. It just, it just kind of came right I think, out. I think it's a very niche market. <laughs> that's yeah. I don't, I don't think there's gonna be a lot of people. Did you actually see that, that movie one. in the theater? Did you see Night at the Roxbury in the theater? No, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. To you can admit this. this is an anonymous internet forum. <laughs> Here, here's the scoop, though. Okay. Oh, then, no, okay, okay. There's some behind it. Cool. No, I didn't see it in the theater. Nice. Nice. Yes, I have. I still have the VHS tape. Wow! And wow. I have and I have a DVD of it as well. Nice. And and I transferred the DVD over to uh, MP4 so I can play it on my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yes. You know, I, 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 I can't I can't even ridicule that. That kind of ridicules itself. I, I think you should like put the VHS tape on eBay because I think you could get a whole yeah. quarter for it. You know, actually, it's funny because the VHS tape, yeah. the cover, yeah. unlike the yeah. DVD, yeah. it's all think think of a disco ball. So it's all like silvery, glittery type of. That's actually impressive. Case. It was really. That's nice. actually impressive. Yeah, 
It was really, and I wore that tape out because I played it so much. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I only remember one scene from that when he like bashes the side of the, uh, the the side of the window when they're they're bopping the hat away oh. there. And I was like, Psh, I blew out the window again. That'll be pissed. That'll be pissed. That's that's the only scene of that I remember. Oh. I think that's the only. I scene. think the best scene in there was was about halfway through, and they met up with the girls. That, yeah. caught, that uh, picked them up because they thought that uh, they were two rich guys. Oh. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Okay, okay. I yeah, and then they did too. that whole dance routine. Oh, God. That yeah. was the best. Okay. <laughs> actually, I, Slapping I, each other's ass. Actually, I, I can actually one-up you on this okay. one because I actually got a free pass uh, for the premiere of The Ladies' Man. Oh, that the, the I tip, not, the I've tip, never seen that. You've never seen no, yeah, I that's, can't believe that. I guess that, no one else can that, that is that is two hours of my that is two hours of my life I'm not getting back in. And Are you kidding? Was, that's a classic. It was movie. no like classic. I, I love the characters, so like for oh, me, yeah. for me, that's uh, oh, this is going to be good, and it's like. Maybe there's like 20 good minutes until the part where Will Ferrell wanted to wrestle him. Yes. Oh, Will Ferrell made a cameo in that. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty, pretty much all he does oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the only good stuff Will Ferrell does is usually cameos. No, yeah. there was Stranger Than Crash. Fiction. Stranger Than Fiction, I've never seen that yet. That's good. But it's Wedding good. Crashers, you know, the, the guy who meets the chicks at the funeral... Okay, I that's that. You haven't seen White Crashers? No, I'm like, what's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> oh no, I just I, I, haven't gotten around to it. We'll figure yeah. that out. Yeah, that that's a topic for another show. What's wrong with Gary? So this is no, that's like uh, several yeah. shows. That's a that's <laughs> like epic. No, that's 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 good stuff, man. That's good stuff. This would be a good time to bring up uh, our new website or pardon me, our email address. We have a new email address at manrantcorner at gmail.com yes so manrant m-a-n-r-a-n-t corner all one word at gmail.com that's right so we want to hear from you we want to hear how you disagree with us how you agree with us I think the disagreements what, will come yeah. fast and furious <laughs> how, you, how you all think that I'm just a genius for thinking A Night at the Roxbury is a good movie <laughs> and would love to see A Night at the Roxbury too I think if, if we can find two guys on the internet that want to see that, I think I'm checking out. That's it. My hope for society is dashed. So we do want to hear from from all of you out Absol- there. We, absolutely, we do yep. appreciate your feedback, and mm-hmm. that makes us a better podcast. There, there, there will be actually a new uh, website address coming up soon, but uh, okay. uh, due to uh, certain uh, credit constraints that I am dealing with, <laughs> na- namely the stealing of my number, that I'll uh, deal with that. Ooh. On a, on a <laughs> it happens. We will deal with that in a, within the next two weeks. So until we announce the website address, again, yes, manrantcorner mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. We want to hear from you. And Just to know that you're out there. Just to know <laughs> you're out there. Please. Yeah, please, yeah. And while you're that on... That sound like we're fucking begging now. It's like, <laughs> please. We're, we're going to the colors. love of God. We are poor individuals. We and and while speak you're on... Speak for yourself. There you go. <laughs> and while you're on iTunes, please rate us. Yes. We would, again... Love to hear your comments and your feedback. Mm-hmm. And there. any anything that you need to say to us or want to say to us, please do. Because, again, we've got a lot of things to say, but we want to gear it towards you, our listening audience. That's right. That's On right. On that note, so yes, well, enough with the headlines. Let's enough talk with about the headlines. The head- <laughs> enough with the headlines. Let's, Let's talk that's, about that's, the fall that's TV like a, review. Fall TV. Wow. So in fall last, TV. In the last couple of weeks, we've had a, the, the new season start. Mm-hmm. So... We've got a few new shows. We've got a bunch of repeat shows going into uh, a new season. Uh-huh. 
So what I'll do, guys, I think what I'll do is I'm going to start talking about the brand new shows, first of all. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, give me your thoughts. Fire away, Grizzly. All right. Do it. Let's go with NBC because I'm still very disappointed in NBC. NBC's last, still around. Yeah. <laughs> the last couple of years, boy, those guys really suck. So, well done. As a, as a long, long time yeah. Law & Order fanatic, I was severely pissed off that they just up and canceled Law & Order. See, I didn't even know they did it until you act, until like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I had no idea that they actually pulled the plug on it. Because yeah. it seemed like the only show that actually people watched on NBC <laughs> was outside of maybe The Biggest Loser. I mean, Law & Order was the only yeah. one that, uh, that, that actually got any viewership. Here's a show that started in 1990 when, ironically enough, NBC was in the tubes as far as the ratings. Yep. Law & Order pulled NBC's sorry ass up to number one for right. many, many years. That's right. That's right. And so they unceremoniously just yanked their chain right at the time where it had Law & Order been given even a half additional season, they would have been the longest running drama in North American history, if not the world's Well, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, Bonanza, I think, it was, still has it was, that. It was uh, Gunsmoke, I believe. Gun, Gunsmoke, pardon me. Gunsmoke was 21 sometimes years. I get the cart rates in the other, I sometimes I get the cart rates of the other yeah. people mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, it was, yeah, it was 20-plus years. Law yeah. & Order could have made a 21st season, even if it was a partial season, and they, they NBC could have run with that True. and True. used that as bragging rights, and had yeah. they spun that the right way, they could have potentially got additional ratings for their current shows. So what did they do? They said to Dick Wolf, well, Mr. Wolf, we're going to cancel your primary show, but we're going to give you a Law & Order Los Angeles <laughs> instead. See, see, I, I, first of all, the name Dick Wolf, that's an awesome name. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I mean, if, if you're going to be like a producer, so, who do you want to see? It's Mr. Dick Wolf. That, I, I just like the way yeah. that sounds, Dick Wolf. Has a nice ring Even to Dirk it. Diggler is probably thinking, <laughs> I want that name, you know? Excuse me, sorry. Wow. That's okay. Yeah. So, I don't know, did you guys get a chance to see Law & Order Los I, Angeles at all? I, I have not watched Law & Order in years, but yeah. for me, for Law & Order Los Angeles, it, it's nice to see Skeet Ulrich is uh, getting work again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's, you know, that I mean, between him and with Terrence Howard who fucked himself out of the Iron Man franchise. How did that happen? Do you know? He wanted, I don't know, he wanted like more more money or something or a more defined role or whatever and basically the director told him, out, no, we could replace you with any other black guy. What's Don Cheadle doing? <laughs> wasn't that the... That was he, pretty much it. Wasn't that the David Caruso syndrome from NYD PD Blue? Oh, yes, but this yeah. guy's going backwards now. See, Terrence Howard was already in movies, and now he's going back to TV. Oh, okay. See, Caruso was going into TV, now going into movies. Now he's back on TV. Gotcha. Did, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't. No, I was trying to do the math on that one. <laughs> is he so, back on TV? Yes, he is. Imagine so, that. for those of you out there, um, I caught a bit of Los, Law and Order Los Angeles. Storyline was the big surprise took the rip from the headlines concept. What a surprise. And they didn't see that coming. Yeah, they combined the Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan stories together, and I think there was. We a can't story. get away from it. Is that even possible? Yeah. No, that's like the the drunkest celebrity ever. And that's a great reality show right there. The what? drunkest celebrity what? ever. With <laughs> the patent pending, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies Where's and gentlemen. Well, Hasselhoff's off dancing with the stars <laughs> now, so I think we have a winner. <laughs> so what they basically did was the storyline was the rich socialite daughter. Um, Basically was out, got in trouble, and it turned out that the mother 
uh, was the one instigating a lot of the issues and was pimping out her daughter without her daughter realizing it. Um, bottom line, that was it. So other than the fact that they changed the location, they changed uh, the main cast members, and the theme was pretty much non-existent. And, and how does Alfred Molino go from Dr. Octopus that, to this? You know, how the wondering. fuck does that happen? Yeah, I was wondering about Call that your myself, agent, dude. He, he's an idiot. As a, idiot. As a Law & Order franchise, um, again, fanatic, I was extremely disappointed in this. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see it lasting the season, honestly. Well, the, the unfortunate thing for NBC is they have nothing in the kicker for to replace it. They'll probably milk this one for like a couple of years. I'm, 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 so. I'm honestly, I'm serious on it. But uh, and the only way I think they'll, they'll they're not going to run out of stories. Well, I think the only way that they can do it, and I agree with you, Dwayne, is that uh, they'll have the cross uh, episodes with SVU and and or Criminal Intent. Yeah, uh, you know, they, yeah, they'll probably work work with like the fucking Law and, Law and Order New York, and then they'll move like they'll move like to Law and Order Alaska, and <laughs> Law and yeah. Order uh, Great Lakes, and possibly even. Long order North Dakota. Uh, that's what I'm Bismarck, waiting for. There Bismarck. Bismarck. <laughs> I mean, Skeet Ulrich showed up oh, in, um, <laughs> in a new episode of SVU with the beautiful Mariska Hargitay. Yeah, you still you still got a hard on oh, for that one, don't you? Oh, <laughs> don't that's, that's rich and milfy goodness you know, right there. Yeah, you know what? Usually I'm not for milfs, but yes, you holy are. shit. Yes, you are. Don't lie. Don't lie to me, boy. <laughs> when, they, when they look like Mariska, yeah. oh yeah, you would. Oh you would. hell yeah, you would. Yeah, you'd do it with his dick. <laughs> so well, you not. might need another one after he's done. You, you know, he'll <laughs> be pointed, but again, no one can see you pointing. So. Well, they're that assuming it's the other interest. That's yeah. what makes it even funnier. I could animate this one later. So uh, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> so, bottom line for me, yes. Law and Order Los Angeles, oh, it's, yeah, just give up on that one. But the no real question there. is does nope. it have the dun dun? Yeah, in between, yeah. Well, then it's all That's good. That's all you need. That's really all you need. That's all you need. secondary. Everything else, just fuck whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sticking on uh, on the NBC front, you the, event. Oh, the event. The event. Yes. A, uh, again, back to IMDb.com. What they say is, when a man goes looking for his missing girlfriend, so there's problem one. When a man goes looking for his missing girlfriend, he stumbles upon a government conspiracy that is bigger than the president himself. Well, that's what usually happens when a girlfriend goes missing. <laughs> usually. Now it's really hackneyed. When you <laughs> it's, it's happened so many times; it's lost all meaning. Yep. So to me, yeah, the NBC brass is taking their own series, Chuck. So they're taking a, a regular, ordinary, everyday experience, and they're they're going way overboard and way over the top, and they're making it into some kind of spy type of action series. And it's not even that. They're taking fucking Lost and they're, okay, they're, they're yeah. taking Lost and mixing it with. It's not even so much Chuck. I mean, like from what I've seen of it, it looks like, like a kind of a twenty-four mashup or something. And it's like bouncing all over the place. I mean, this happened five minutes ago. This happened two hours later. This happened at this point. I mean, well, that was like flash forward too, right? Well, flash forward had the same kind of thing. But you know what? Some kid with, with like a riddle independence is going to be watching this show and it's just going to like lose his fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it jumps around so much. I mean, if, if you got ADD, you're going to have problems with this show. <laughs> Big time. Big time. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, like, I've, I've seen maybe one, in, I, I saw, like, part of the first episode and maybe a bit of the second, but uh, it's not, it, that one really isn't really holding, holding my interest yet. Yeah. But, but the, the unfortunate thing is, 
this is going to be the kind of show that you're going to want to buy the DVD for and watch it all the way through. Oh, okay. It's going to be like, I mean, like for people who didn't get into Lost and got into it after the show ended, a lot of people I know who have actually bought it and followed it from... The beginning. From, right from the beginning, like watch it for like a week or whatever. And then they and, like it. And they think it's fantastic. Oh, okay. Because they're not being interrupted with yeah. a week off here or a month off here yeah. or two months off here. Unfortunately, a, a show like The Event would probably be good in one of those one sitting or, you know, section your time off and watch it through. Yeah. But unfortunately, you, you need the ratings to keep that shit going. And unfortunately, that doesn't really work for a show like this. Yeah. It just doesn't. But, you know, what do I know? I don't run the network. Gary, your thoughts? Um, I think experiencing time chronologically is overrated. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. linear time is so 1980s. Well, this is <laughs> <laughs> from a guy who's barely in Winnipeg. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that, that from that standpoint, it, it sounds intriguing as long as it's... I mean, it's all about the story in my mind. Everything else is... Incidental. I mean, casting, yeah, you need a good cast, and you need a, a, a decent uh, uh, premise, but, I mean, the really good writers can take even a crap premise and make it interesting, well, that's, and vice I think, versa. I think, that's, I think that's the problem. We're low on good writers right now. And yeah. yeah. I mean, once you had that strike a few years ago, the and, strike then, was and, and, reality television. and reality television takes over, and, you know... What, once again, there are no real jobs for those guys, and they don't stay sharp or whatever. Then they, then the strike gets settled. They start bringing it back in. There's more scripted shows coming out, and most of them stink. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, like for for instance, you've got uh, you got on the, the. I might be jumping ahead here, but on CBS, they, the first show that's based on a Twitter feed. You got yeah, shit. Jumping my, ahead. I'm jumping ahead. ahead. Okay, so you know, I'm gonna hold yeah. off. And we're gonna, I'm going to hold that thought and we'll let Dave continue on this because I don't, once again, I, I'm going to stick to the linear shit on this time because, okay. you know, linear. Because, yeah, linear. You sorry. crazy bastard. So before, I know. I know. Before we leave NBC, uh, <laughs> and everybody else already yeah. did. <laughs> so, Chase, so from the NBC.com website, got it. Kelly Giddish stars in Jerry Bruckheimer's new NBC drama, Chase, as U.S. Marshal Annie Frost. Kelly makes me Giddish. <laughs> Bazing! <laughs> A true Texan. With a sharp mind, a big heart, and whose personal experience with fugitives makes her uniquely qualified to anticipate their moves and get there first. A Texan with a sharp mind? Get the fuck out. <laughs> so, I think the thing that's going to... The hate mail? Let the hate mail come in. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't offended enough people yet. No, I'm getting no, on we it. we haven't. But you don't want to offend the Texans. They have guns. You know, I, I, I think... I, I don't know. From, from the write-up, it sounds interesting. But the thing that's going to sell people on it for the first couple episodes is Jerry Bruckheimer's name. That's true. Oh, yeah. And Jerry you, Bruckheimer's got guns, too. And and people are going to see U.S. Marshal, so, the, you know, and then Texan. So they're going to think Walker, Texas Ranger, meets the fugitive. That's a, yeah, that's almost like a license to get viewers there, you know. Basically. You know, if they, if yeah. they have a Chuck Norris cameo, I mean, this thing is going to go through the roof. Absolutely. But it's not even funny anymore. But fuck, whatever. Which, which <laughs> no, but the thing is, yeah. is that I, I sincerely hope that they don't just run on that because... You know, again, for the first one or two episodes, people will be in there thinking, oh, well, what is Bruckheimer up to these days? And, oh, a new ta Walker, Texas Ranger. But if they don't run with it... Actually, all he needs now is a one-armed man and Dr. Kimball, and he's on to something. <laughs> nice. I think it's been done. I think it has been done, hasn't it? Yeah. That's the, po that's the point. I want to see if they go to the well one too many times. Yeah, exactly. No, they wouldn't do that, would they? 
Drain the well dry. Oh god. Beat a dead horse. That's unlike Hollywood. Oh god. And the last new show from NBC that we're going to talk about, Outsourced. Oh, God. So this is the one where... I did see the first episode. I've okay. seen this one, too, so, so go ahead, So for those Dave. of you out there, Outsourced is basically... It's a story of Dell, or... <laughs> more, <laughs> or more IBM. More IBM, or more generically, so... Uh, basically any other tech company that you know. A computer tech firm outsources to India. Uh, their, their tech support to India. Guys, you guys are more savvy in that area than I yeah. am, so what are your thoughts? Well, because I am tech support for my company, um, <laughs> I, I don't really identify with this, mainly because we have no East Indian people working with us. Because for me, like this was actually based on a movie. I don't know how many of you have actually seen it, but there is a movie of the same name. And this is what it's loosely based on. If you actually ser- outsourced is the name of the movie. Kay. And it, it is essentially the same thing. And it is pretty much every stereotype you could think of. Of course. They, like you you've got the eager, you got the eager guy who's eager white guy who has to come and bring all his East Indian counterparts into like the American way of thinking and selling. Yep. And you know because the American way is of course the better way and this is how and how he deals with all the cultural differences and right. stuff. Now, from what I've seen of it, the only good thing of it is Diedrich Bader. And yes, he, he's he, awesome. He, he was honestly like the high point of the first episode, I thought. Yep. That and he was like the guy who's been there for like five, ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. His team is fantastic. The other guy's team is once again filled with almost every East Indian stereotypes plus a low talker. Yep. Oh great. A low talker. A female low talker. Mm-hmm. Can't hear her over the other phone. Oh boy. And yep. and of course every caller who was called into this thing was pretty much a redneck. Yep. Oh That's boy. All of them. So basically, I mean, like, if, I mean, you talk about joke of stereotypes. It, it's essentially yeah. a, a steady parade of stereotypes. Now, yeah. if I want that, I go to the superstore this weekend. <laughs> but now, now that's now it's an encroaching on my viewing habits. I don't think so. But that's that's what you have there. And honestly, this unfortunately, this one will probably last a long time because it's got the office as a lead in. Mm, I mean, yeah, you've got Community, true. which is fantastic. Thirty Rock. When I pray Which to the altar, awesome. of, I pray to the altar of Jack Donaghy every day. <laughs> <laughs> Office, and then this. Yep. So, if it, it gets, it, it'll probably get enough numbers just as a lead-in. But to be perfectly honest with you, it's it's a by the numbers kind of thing. And, and yeah. unfortunately, and like his love interest in there, there is one East Indian one, and there's one, one Australian. Australian. Yeah. So they're gonna, you know, put, once again, they'll be playing cultural differences on, on the on the love story as well. So, but. This is this is it. I mean, that's I'm, I mean, they they pretty much preempted Parks and Rec for this thing. So good news is it probably won't be on very long. But uh, so do you, do you see it lasting the season? No, I don't. No, uh, I I they'll they'll probably it, it Parks and Rec is going to replace it. So no matter what, they have something in the can. But to be honest with you, if if it had to stand on its own, they had nothing left. I think it'll probably be like. What the biggest loser follow up, or uh, maybe America's Got Talent, the uh, the reject show. Or <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe they'll give Leno another half hour. I don't oh, fucking God. know. Yeah, but Gary, any thoughts on uh, outsourced? Well, it I thought it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Like uh, it, it was. It a, was a, worse. It was, <laughs> no, it was a parade. It was a parade of stereotypes, and there was um, a few cringe-worthy moments. Yeah, and uh, there was one like. The, the premise is they're trying to sell, like they have a call center and they're selling uh, novelty it's items. It's novelty, it was like joke items and shit, right? But they're like offensive 
novelty items, or at least yeah. some of them are. So they're yeah, like you know, like fake vomit. Yeah, and, 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 spray and the boobs. The I missed that. How did I miss their the boobs? Like jiggling boobs or whatever. Oh, Santa Claus. Why did I miss that? I don't wow. know. I I I I'm disappointed. Oh boy, but I, it, I missed boobs. Even yeah, fake boobs. Even fake boobs. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> I found that it was like playing to the lowest common denominator. Essentially, it was like, hoo hoo, you know, let, we're supposed to laugh because it's poop jokes or vomit or whatever. And I thought, I mean, just the way they played it, it was, it was needless to the storyline, and it, it, it just felt really odd too. It didn't really work within the context yeah, exactly. of what they were doing. No, I, I hear, I hear what um, you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Beyond that, I found it a you know fairly benign show. It wasn't really clever, but it wasn't terribly. It wasn't insulting my intelligence every five minutes. But and, yeah, and the main what, that's what Entourage is for. <laughs> <laughs> and the main character I found was, I, I think the actor's really good because he could have played that at really obnoxious, and there would be zero I, I, empathy for that. I, character. I, I think I think what the key with that show was is that especially in the movie, he he's not really played as that obnoxious either. Yeah. So that that's kind of that's kind of a good thing. Yeah, but his yeah. dialogue—if you listen to the dialogue—I'm like, the dialogue is obnoxious. Yes. The dialogue they have written for him—I'm like, he's completely unsympathetic. But the guy who plays him yeah. brings a sympathy that's not oh, there in yeah. the dialogue, and I'm like, well, oh, God, yeah. I mean, oh, God, yeah. he's gonna probably have—if I, I don't recognize the actor—but he probably has a pretty, no pretty so. good future, I'm thinking. But because they're not giving him anything to work with, he's just not a likable character. No, no, he's, no, it's it's not, and but it's you know. You know that, like I said, maybe it'll grow a little bit, but then I'm probably giving it too much credit. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Well, on that note, let's go to CBS. Um, so, Dwayne, we were talking about shit my dad says. That's, or as that's they, what I was getting to. As they say on the promos, bleep my right. dad says. Oh my god. See, this was that's the first so problem bad. that I had with this program. <laughs> yeah. Is that a show like this would have been fantastic on HBO oh, or yeah. Showtime yeah, or yeah. FX or some kind of a comedy network that allows the language? Yep. Because I mean, the the Twitter feed is. Is pretty damn funny. Yes, it's it's good. It's profane, but as much as I like, as much as I like William Shatner, um, I don't think he's the right guy for this. Really, I don't. I I think he needs someone a lot more crotchety. Who would you pick? You know who I would honestly. I would have, if if Carol O'Connor would have been alive. Oh that, yeah, that, that's easy. Well, yeah. That's easy. But but yeah. But if I was going to go with the second choice, it would have been John Mahoney from Frasier. Frazier's dad. See that. Oh, okay. yeah, I think Frazier's dad would have worked a lot because he seemed to be more of a more of an more had a little bit more anger in him. Yeah. A little bit, he can play it a little more, a little Blunt. more crotchety, a little bit more of the get off my lawn type guy. Yeah. Than, than Shatner does. I feel like I'm watching Danny Crane uh, from Boston Legal. Yeah. Now that brings up a question though. Do you think that they didn't? They purposely didn't choose a former dad because of the association of being well, a former dad. Well, I. I, I well, one, you're right, and honestly, I, I think when, when you're casting something like this, you don't want to typecast exactly. a guy. And Lord knows, I mean, that guy's agent was probably called. Yeah, I, I, th- I think he, I think it would have been, but it, once again, he would have been thinking that you know, okay, well, I'm I'm earning my my uh, residuals off of Fraser. I don't have to work another day in my life because the syndication money's too good. So yeah. why the fuck am I gonna you know do this for like however long it's gonna be on? Yeah. But like to be honest with you, I mean, it could have. It could have been a good, it could have been a really good show on another network. But the fact that is, it's on basic cable. Yeah. You can't really do the language and yeah, it's, television versus it, it, the. There's, some, there's the something theme. my there there's just something that just doesn't work there. Yeah, and I, agree I don't with you. really uh, I don't really 
I don't really see this one lasting either. This is kind of a trend developing. Here. Yeah. It's like everything new. It's like, I don't see this thing lasting. Mm. Yeah. But that's usually the way it works, right? Well, pretty Casualties much. Casualties are usually pretty high. Well, I, I know a lot of, I was I was reading something the other day that um, Cheers would have been 28 years old this week. Oh, wow. Now, Cheers started off as the bottom-rated show on NBC yeah. when it came out in 1982. Yeah. Um, now, if that show was on today, it would have never lasted. You're right. It, it would have not lasted the first year. Yeah, you're but right. look at how long this one... La- I mean, like to me, I, I still use Cheers as kind of the measuring okay, stick. Okay. Oh, for, for, for sitcoms? Absolutely. Okay. I, oh, okay. And, and if you watch it today, it's as good today as it was back then. Yeah. Could not a lot of pop, pop culture references. They kept everything pretty much... Generic. Generic. It wasn't a. It wasn't. You didn't know if it was like Reagan was president or Bush was president or Clinton was president. Yeah. yeah. Or you didn't know if there was like war going on in the Middle East or there was Cold War with Russia, whatever. It was very isolated, and I think the writers took a lot of care with that. Once again, that being said, that would it would not last like five friggin' minutes today. Yep. Yeah. And I think Night Court would have been in the same boat too. Yeah, that's true. So it it that's it, it's it's kind of frustrating, but at least we have it. We can go backward on that. <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, shit my dad says is, like I said, I, if it makes it to the DVD series, I'll, I'll, I'll be totally shocked. And well, the fact that it's up against 30 Rock, too. Yeah. It's in the same spot. And I mean, I'll, once again, I'll, I'll, I'll take 30 Rock any, any day of the week. Right. Over that. The reality is that most of the really good shows aren't on cable. That is true. That is absolutely, that's absolutely correct. Like there, there are very few good shows on cable. I, I'm like, you want to get a really good show, a really good adult show. You're, I mean, that's not like playing to the lowest common denominator, not insulting your intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to Showtime. You're going to HBO. Mm-hmm. Even the Stars Network now. You know, with Spartacus. Spartacus, yes. Well, unfortunately, now that now that the guy's cancer came back, I don't know how how well that's going to go. Yeah, that's but, that's. But horrible. I know. But I'm I'm a big fan of Boardwalk Empire, and mm-hmm. it's you know. That, that that is a fantastic show. Great production values, great dialogue, great story. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it, network TV. I think with shit my dad says, um, you know, I, I watched the first couple of episodes. Um, yeah, you know, I agree with you, Dwayne. It's on the wrong yep. cha- uh, network. I mean, like I, I'm looking at the feed right now, and like literally, what I'm, I'm just looking at a couple of the tweets right now. You came out of your room looking like shit. She thought you were beautiful. Don't know what scared me most. Your looks or her judgment. <laughs> Put the rake down. I don't want to sit around watching you give it your best. Either stop sucking or get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> now, if if it was a half an hour of Shatner reading that stuff, that's a show. Yeah. That's a fantastic show. Yeah. yeah. But, but to, to, but to, put to a, sanitize it, sanitize dumb it, it down. dumb it down, put a story around it? Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah, exactly. I, um... Uh, you know the uh, the son uh, Henry, uh, played by Jonathan Sadowski. I, I totally forgot there was a son in that. Show. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that's how, that's how useless that guy is. He just to me tits on a Buick. He, I mean. Yeah, he, he seemed like a, a whiny little shit. And well, did, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, absolutely, absolutely. I, I I was you know it's only been two episodes, and I was kind of hoping for a little more when I saw Will Sasso and Nicole Sullivan on there. Mad TV. Mad TV. Mad TV alumni. alumni. Yeah. And I thought, hey, great, you know. And as a kind of yeah. as a, a tangent to that, yeah. Nicole Sullivan, have you have you seen her on that show? She looks no. like ten years older than I she did two years ago on King of Queens. Really? I still do her. 
But she's she's still attractive, but she's yeah. just not aged well. I don't know if it's studio makeup and lighting. Or, no, well, don't forget she had. A, I think she had a kid or two as well. Yeah, it looks like not, it. Not not that we're judging all mothers. You no, know, no. I mean, she wait she on, she worked herself back on, almost on on Mad TV <laughs> and on King of Queens. Wow. Yeah. She. I mean, they didn't do her up to be attractive, but yeah. she was attractive. Uh, at least I found. I, I found her to be quite attractive. Well, I, she was she was well, I guess we found the other King of Queens viewer here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Sorry. But on this show, she, she, she looks like she's at least 10 years older. And I not not in a good way. No, that's that's bad. So, that's bad. That's and, bad. And I, you know, I think the, uh, the producers of this show kind of looked at some of the other Mad TV alumni that went on to Family Guy and things yeah, like that. Exactly. And King, exactly. Of, King of the Hill and right. thought, okay, well, let's let's get a couple of these other Mad TV people, but I, I don't know. I don't yeah. No, I, I don't see this show lasting. No, I, and one once again, I think I think they're all I think they're all dead in the water right yeah. now. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so another CBS comedy, Mike and Molly. This is the one where Did that even start yet? Yeah, this is the one where a fat cop Goes to a Weight Watchers session and meets this, this, this fat girl. I mean, I, I, no, I'm they're not, fat. I'm not, Fucking say it. They're fat. Correct. No, I apologize. No, fuck that. They're fat. We, we yeah. understand. Bottom line: meets the girl of his dreams and starts, you know, trying to date her. Um, I, I didn't actually see the episode, but I, I kind of read some probably, comments online. Probably and, for the best. Well, yeah, and you know, the bottom line is okay. It's a it's a cutesy, cuddly, wholesomey type of comedy. But do you really need to throw? The whole like fat thing in there, you know. Really, if you need well, if you need a a clincher to get viewers, they they are honestly trying because to, your writing sucks. They, they are once again it's appealing to they're they're appealing to a demographic that they think is going to watch it, which which shows you that they don't really think that much of their audience right yeah. now. That's that is a stereotype that they're trying to pander to. Well, right? the reality is that obesity is is a huge like problem in the United States at the yeah. very least if not all over North, North America, America. Yeah. and um, so the reality is a lot of their demographic are overweight and they're I mean you know if you, if you wanted to give them benefit of doubt it'd be like oh they're appealing to their viewership by you know showing them some people they can empathize with but I don't really give them benefit of doubt I think they're just I like hey you know can't. what our, our audience is fat let's throw some fat people in and They'll, they'll love it. They'll Once it again, up. that's yeah. what The Biggest Loser is for. That's what it's oh, there, yeah. but at least they're trying to better themselves. They're doing it in a positive light. That's, yeah. that's at least positive. Yeah. This is pretty much, we're in like ridicule territory right now. Yeah. And, you know, that 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 ain't right. Yeah. To, to me, that just totally ain't right. Yeah. So, you know? I, I I don't have any hope for Mike and Molly lasting the season. The thing is, I like, like the, the dude that's playing Mike, uh, he's like an English guy. What the hell's his name? I, I can't remember his name. It's, it's escaping me. Uh, Billy Gardell? Billy, I, is that his name? <laughs> well, because I could see the guy's face. I didn't, okay, maybe I just didn't really Billy know Billy Gardell name. plays Mike Biggs. Okay, okay. So Mike Bi- Biggs. Mike, oh, okay. God, is that his actual There's... name? Are you serious? Yes. Hollywood subtlety. Oh, it's yeah. double G, so it's not a pun. This is making my brain yeah. hurt. Yeah. So this again. is honestly making my brain hurt. So just again, wondering what her is, name is. Is it like her you name know, is Molly Flynn, like not Molly no. Big Humongous? Or, no, you know, <laughs> Molly no. Humongous. Yeah. So Some she's Molly. Turkish. You know, again, CBS. Come on. I mean, you guys are the number one rated network right now. You could do better than this. That is fucking awful. So to uh, so <laughs> pretty bad. To some good CBS comedies, How I Met Your Mother. Well, new season. New season. You know that this show can do no wrong in my eyes right now. You know, just you know, NPH can do no wrong to me. Yeah, Neil yeah. Patrick Harris. Neil for those Patrick Harris there. for the yeah. one. Uh, yeah. The um, uh, the season premiere. Basically, what happened was 
Barney goes home because his mom's selling uh, his um, childhood home, mm-hmm. and he meets up with his half brother who happens to be Wayne Brady. Nice. Oh, beautiful, and, Wayne Brady. And so he cons <laughs> motherfucker. He, he cons <laughs> he cons the gang to come to the house with them and help pack up the house. And then Wayne and him sit down and find all these old letters and pictures and. Um, we, we, the audience finds out that Barney is very naive, believe it or not, when it comes to his childhood. His mother has told him in the past that Bob Barker is his dad, <laughs> whereas she told Wayne Brady that Bill Cosby and uh, Flip Wilson are, are his dads at different times. That's fantastic. <laughs> so Wayne Brady ends up finding a, an old picture of, of him and Barney uh, growing up, and bottom line is they, they meet up with... Um, uh, Wayne Brady's real father, who turns out to be Ben Vereen of Webster fame. Nice. That's great. And it was actually it was actually pretty cute. And uh, Barney ends up again being naive and saying Papa and hugging Ben Vereen and and making comments about well now I know I'm, I know I'm truly black and it was a, it was an excellent episode. It was really an excellent episode. See, see that's gonna kind of fucked up because uh, Ben Vereen was Will Smith's dad on The Fresh Prince. <laughs> no, nope. this, this guy gets around. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yep. Ben Vereen's fucking everybody now. That's, so, that's amazing. <laughs> so I agree. Um, uh, How I Met Your Mother, it's it, it's an excellent, excellent comedy. But it's at the point now where if they don't kind of start moving it along as far as wrapping it up within the next season mm-hmm. or two, mm-hmm. they're just going to drag mm-hmm. it out. Just cut, um, like that 70s show. That 70s show was an excellent show up into the last two and a half seasons and that was just you're dragging it out just for so, the sake of argument like remember Lewis and Clark The Adventures of Superman oh yeah once they got married then it all kind of oh like it, it, it like it, it just makes it so <laughs> fast that it was like yeah it just, was brutal just bad like just awful it was like yeah it, I don't know what you the have, writers were you, drinking you have to that point. if they, if they <laughs> just said okay dead. they're they're married you're fired I, I don't know <laughs> what they did because the writing up to that point even the marriage was kind of like that was like the tipping in. point it was, it was where like the, there was like elves or was, Santa Claus. All I remember was it was really, in the North Pole, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was really freaking weird. It was, weird. Like, it was yeah, like suddenly like everyone like Santa Claus is his best man. They like all took LSD at a party, wrote that episode, <laughs> oh, and after that it was never that, the same that, again. That, I don't that, know. That's that's right. That, like I, the end of the series, Roseanne, where she became rich and then she had the the plastic surgery and she just it just totally changed wasn't, the whole laugh wasn't the husband dead too like yeah dad he, died he, of a heart he, attack or whatever either that or he left her or something just, I think he was dead now yeah it just went crazy well knowing John Goodman the weight he was carrying he should have been dead anyways <laughs> but. and uh, finally for CBS as far as comedy and uh, I, I think the three of us can relate to this quite well Go Big Bang Theory Big Bang Big Theory. Bang can so, do no bang. yeah Big Bang Theory the season premiere um, this is where uh, Sheldon got got to uh, go on a first date with his, uh, uh, I guess, lava life type of uh, match that uh, Harold and Cooper Polly <laughs> set horror, up for him. The horrors of internet dating. Mm-hmm. And while and while at the same time Harold created the arm hand robot and uh, got caught with his uh, oh no his junk in the hand. <laughs> oh no. That was that was classic television for me. Oh. That was just oh that, that was such a fantastic episode. Because nothing 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 says like humor and comedy than getting caught masturbating with your pants down by someone you know. Well, well I'm just saying you, that Well the someone you know is a machine. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the, the robot hand was literally, was literally junk. 
That's and it took the nurse at the hospital in front of everyone to turn off the computer for it to release him, and then he got caught with it again. He got this is why I'm this is why I'm glad that show is on network television as opposed to being on HBO because that could have ended poorly for everybody. Something you just don't want to see. Well, unfortunately, that's kind of replays in your mind's eye, and you can't. There, there's only so much you can drink before it gets suppressed, but. Then again, what do I know? I'm not writing that show. So. Well, you know, honestly, my favorite part of that show, I gotta say, Kaylee Kuuko from, uh, yeah, from Kate, Eight Kate, Simple Kate, Rules. Kate, 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 Kaylee's nice. Kaylee's <laughs> nice. That, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. CBS dramas, Hawaii Five O. Oh Why? 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 Yes. Fuck. Why? I haven't watched it, but I'm just asking. Okay. I'm just asking the question. Gary. I this is the first I've really heard of this. So that's that's right. I'm Dave. speechless. Okay, so, so so it's like Jack Lord's corpse spinning around <laughs> in his grave, or uh, is he dead? Jack Lord is dead. Okay, Yeah, he was dead. But yeah, so dead. Now my my perspective, and you know, for those of you out there, I'm uh, a '70s and '80s crime drama. Yes, you are. Um, fanatic. As we uh, as, as, as we all as we all are here. Most yep. of us sitting here. Are... Remember in, in episode one, my <laughs> Is that a ding? remember in episode one, my word of the day was Goomba. Today it's fanatic. Mm. Fanatic's good. F- fanatic is the word of the day for me. So yeah, yeah, because at least we have no Italians after this time. <laughs> Thank you for that. No problem. Appreciate it. So, I watched the original series. Um, I'm not going to date myself, so I'm just going to say that I did watch the original series on DVD. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it was dated, but for its time, it was. Well, I, I wouldn't say state of the art, but it was it was very period correct. The <laughs> how polite. Yeah, the <laughs> the series premiere of the new Hawaii Five O, and again, this is with Alex O'Loughlin and Scott Kahn, uh, Jimmy Kahn's son, by the way. Oh, it's nice to see someone's getting work. And <laughs> and Daniel Day Kim from Lost, Grace he's, Park, he's Grace Park, the Cylon, Grace Park, Grace, Grace Park. Park from Battlestar Galactica. Oh my! So you might want to watch this now, Gary. Oh dear! And, <laughs> I, might, I might want to now too. And Gene Smart from Designing Women. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, whoa! whoa. Mar- Martha Logan's getting another job. That's awesome! Yeah. Woo! So, uh, again, to bring you guys up to speed, anyone that didn't watch it, basically, <laughs> that's most of us here. Yep. Alex O'Loughlin, so Detective Steve McGarrett was a Navy SEAL. Um, the opening scene was him in a very over-the-top um, action um, scene with him in a tank, and he was taking a pr- prisoner, and bottom line is the prisoner was in cahoots with some other guys who kidnapped his dad and killed him. So now the series is running along the premise of um, Detective Steve McGarrett was pulled out of the Navy by Gene Smart, who was uh, the, the um, governor of Hawaii, and okay. she basically called him up on the cell phone because she knew uh, McGarrett's dad, and said, yeah, your dad was uh, really inspirational, and he, he did a lot of things for the community and stuff, so I'm going to give you a free pass and immunity to anything you do if you... Uh, <laughs> First of all, uh, find out who your your dad's murderer was, and second of all, uh, solve some crimes for us. And uh, you can pick whoever you want uh, to be as part of your group. Uh, it doesn't have to be cops; just whoever you want. Hasselhoff. Again, yeah, and uh, you got you got carte blanche on this island. Hasselhoff. And this all happened in the first, I think, twelve Five, minutes, oh. including commercials of the of the series that, that, premiere. That was the, that was the one thing I heard about. They said like that the opening like fifteen minutes was just like rushed, br- like breakneck speed, yeah, it was, full bore balls out yeah. kind of, you know, 
massive action and stuff to follow, and if you miss that, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, see, what they could have done, what they should have done was, with like a lot of dramas, do a two-hour pilot and yeah. do more of the background lead up to that's that. That's what they used to do. That's they what they used to, used to do. They used to whole two-hour thing yeah. where you had the character development, yeah. and there would be yeah. like in a completely different situation scenario, and then by the end, they'd be where this, a- exactly. it would start but off. They'd exactly. be in, in L- that role. Yeah. Listening to the way you told that, this was at a point where they realized they had another show, then it fell through. Yeah. What can we rehash? Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii Five-0? Good one. Yeah. Let's see what dartboard. Yeah. <laughs> There's that dartboard again. Yeah. Boom. Hawaii Five-0? Sounds good. Let's write it. Yeah. And then they threw all that shit against the wall, and we need to fill this hour. Yeah. Can we have two? No, we've only got enough room for one. Okay, yeah. let's see how much we can pack in. Exactly. Oh. The so question is, bad. does he have a, a zany sidekick? That's what I need to know. Now, here's there, the thing. There's a so, sidekick. No, is he zany, though? So, McGarrett and Danny Williams, um, they again, they, they set up the characters a little bit differently than the original series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Williams transferred to the island six months prior to the series premiere following his daughter because his daughter who was a toddler um, his mother had sole custody rights and moved with her new husband to the island so Danny moved to the Hawaiian Police Department to be closer to her, his daughter uh, McGarrett again the old Navy SEAL thing and that's how he got in, in the island and his dad was already there um, Steve McGarrett and Danny Williams together so in other words Alex O'Loughlin and Scott Conn mm-hmm. the first two episodes that have played out they're very um, odd couple-ish together. Of course. It is in a dartboard way, yeah, but it is very comical in the respect that... <clears throat> in, in, sorry, I'm hitting puberty here. <laughs> the, the old series... The, yeah, the old series was all about Steve McGarrett and Jack Lord. They were kind That's of one of the same right. person, you know? Well, whatever. no, you couldn't see Jack Lord as anything yeah, else when you yeah, watched him, exactly. Right? It was all about him. Everything yes. and everyone revolved around him. Don't ever talk behind his back or, or pretty well, pretty you know, well. pretty well, that's, this that's one, safe. or is this one, which is good. It was, it was brought up to modern times. Uh, the detective Steve McGarrett that Alex O'Loughlin plays has faults and Danny Williams plays up on him and they're, they're very much equals in that respect so far. So I like okay. that. Okay. I liked in the fact that, uh, in episode one, again, Grace, Grace Park playing Kona, who, Kona. I, who, who I, who I found, <laughs> Which was kind of ironic since in the original series they basically took some big, big fat, dumb Hawaiian and put him in a suit, and that was Kona. <laughs> if you ever watched the original series, I, I, watch well, whenever watch Kona it. talks. He's uh-huh. he's got no more than three lines per episode, and they're very, very straight lines. There, there's no uh, theory uh, of relativity even in his lines. Okay. Well, you can well, argue with the big Hawaiian. Well, exactly. I know I'm not. Or is or is Grace Park? Um, She's there, and she's there for one reason. And oh, yeah. if if I need to tell you in the in the listening audience out there, then this isn't the podcast for you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's clearly the witty repartee. It, yeah. I think that's totally what it's about. Totally. But but to me, um, my my thought is, if you want one hour of mindless crime drama, this is the way to go. And I I think they're going to do really well with this. Um, yes, the writing could be better. Yes, things could be slowed down. Um, Gene Smart as the governor that's being that's doing political correctness right there mm-hmm. um you know if anything uh, well because well, no because they use black guys in every other show so yeah. let's get a white let's get a white woman it worked it worked on 24 and that bitch was an idiot <laughs> see if anything my thought would be they should have gotten delta burke 
And if I saw Delta Burke come in, I'd be like, screw McGarrett, I'm afraid of Delta Burke. <laughs> they didn't have the money for the craft services for that one. <laughs> the buffet budget would have been through the fucking roof. Oh, dear. No one wants to see that. So, on a, on a loose segue type of connection to uh, old CBS crime dramas. Here it comes. Blue Bloods. That's not what starring, I was expecting. But no, go ahead. starring Tom Selleck, and here's where the connection is. Ah, Tom Selleck. Go. Yes. A.K.A. Magnum, Magnum P.I. Our boy, from our boy Magnum. CBS TV. Yes, 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 yes. Blue Bloods. So this is one, this is a show basically where there's a family that is in New York and uh, Tom Selleck plays um, the chief of police and his dad is retired. They haven't made it clear whether he was a retired chief of police or a retired uh, mucky muck in the police department. Uh, his Tom Selleck's son Donnie Wahlberg plays Detective. No way. Yeah, Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids Nikita on the Block, block. plays <laughs> Detective Don, Danny Regan. Donnie plays Danny. Figure that one out. Uh, the sister Bridget Moynihan. Oh, Bridget oh, Moynihan. Yes. Hot, Tom Brady's uh, ex-wife there, man. Hot damn. Hot, that's all hot, I have to say. Hot. Mm-hmm. Hot. She plays an ADA. Of course uh, she does. Yeah. <laughs> of course you will. Will Estes plays the young rookie, uh, Jamie Regan. So he's just graduated from the police academy, and now he's a beat cop. He'll be dead before the end of the year. <laughs> I think so. So Lynn Carew plays Henry Regan, so that's Tom Good. Selleck's dad. Good Winnipeg guy right there, Lynn Carew. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guy. yeah. Yeah. No yeah. way. You know, when he's, he's one of those guys, you see him in a lot of stuff. You don't know, you who, don't know who he is. You kind of don't know who he is. Well, he's the guy. Wow. Simple nice. as that. <laughs> um, so that that's basically the main cast. Um, did you guys get to see uh, the first couple episodes? Nope, nope, nope. It's Friday night. I was out doing stuff. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I'm the one with no life. So I'm on <laughs> this one as well. No, that's not. That's what I was doing was not really that great. So um, continue. The I, I see hope for it. Um, we have one. We found one. You know, found he, one. He, here's the thing. Unlike Hawaii Five O, that was just all fast action and yes. it was nonsensical in a lot of ways. Yeah. Blue Bloods slows it down. Good. This is for the the murder she wrote slash diagnosis murder type of crowd that from the nineties and stuff like that. So okay, okay, there is action in it, but it's more procedural rather than action. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg, you know, believe it or not, yeah, new kids on the block. But I don't know yeah. if you guys remember, he yes. was ten years I, ago. He was on a show called Boomtown on NBC. I, I was I was about to bring Boomtown. To, I couldn't remember if it was Boomtown or Southland, but Boomtown I remember, yeah. and that was it was really that was a good very show. good cop show. That once again, the network didn't have NBC, pa- yeah. didn't have patience with it. Yeah. Didn't think people would follow it. It was a fantastic. It show. It was a fantastic and, show. And don't forget, he was also the guy that shot Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Really? Okay. Uh, I don't for, for the, your useless bit of trivia for the day. Fantastic. <laughs> that was him. More of so it. So you don't really. He, he, that was the, the guy's legit. That yeah, was the guy is role. honestly legit. He does yeah. play a good role with that he detective. Does, he's yeah, good. yeah. So no, he's 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 good at that kind of thing. So he's so. a homicide detective in this show. Um, Tom Selleck. Yeah. Uh, episode two. Um, well, even in episode one, they were showing uh, he's a widower. In episode two, um, basically, there's this beautiful blonde uh, uh, news reporter. Uh huh. There usually is. He's, he's, uh, but there's is. no chemistry, right? Well, there's. I'm just guessing here. I'm no, throwing that out. Here. Guess. It's a good fucking you know, guess. There's a scene where um, there's an Amber Alert going on, and so they bring her into the um, uh, main office, the blue room, I guess, in uh, the police department. And so Thomas Selleck is sitting there with her and a few other the, the big wigs in the police department, and she's saying, "Okay, well, 
we got a ransom demand here, and um, here it is, guys. And you know, by the way, so uh, we want to run it tonight. And basically, the way Tom Selleck portrayed himself or that or his character towards this woman, it was very cold and and just matter of fact. Uh, and in the meantime, the, either the scene before or the scene after, he calls a mysterious person up and says, "I want to see you." And then a few scenes later, it's those two in some apartment high-rise, and uh, they're talking about, well, what are we going to let the cat out of the bag? And So uh, the problem with procedural dramas is there's, there's too many sidelines going on, too many, you know. You, but I guess for, for the demographic that this show is, is catering for, they probably mm -hmm. want that. So I, I see well, Google as working. Well, that that one, out I, 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 of most of the pilots I've seen, that one, I, that that have been put forward. I, I guess that one would be probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Because um, I, while we were on the topic of CBS here, where uh, I, I caught the first episode of The Defenders. I didn't see that. Uh, see, The Defenders was with uh, is with uh, Jerry O'Connell, the fat kid from Stand By. Yes. Oh, as yeah. as on his Jim Belushi. And Jim Belushi yeah. is two as two public attorneys in Las Vegas. Right. Now, Lord knows that's a good you know minefield for all sorts of interesting cases and whatever. Yeah. But it looks like it's trying to be Boston legal with the writing staff of, um, help me out here. It's a bad <laughs> writing it? staff. I, I didn't see it. It's <laughs> a bad <laughs> writing staff. Oh, man. Are there one-liners in there? They try to play a lot of comedy. Yeah, like I said, they really thought, try yeah. to go the Boston legal route. Okay. But it, they don't it, have the chops. They do not have the chops. But they got, like, according to Jim's writers. Oh. So you could do it that. Not, and that's, oh, I mean, boy. you go from David E. Kelly to... Yeah. Squiggy from the show. <laughs> hey, don't diss Squiggy. I, he was a poet. Yeah. He could. He, maybe he was at one point, but he should not be doing legal dramas. That's all I'm saying. But it's it that that's that's one that's not going to last either. It, it's it, it's it's. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wanted to like it because yeah. I like Vegas. The setting is yeah. good. I, yeah. The setting is fantastic, yeah. but. And Jerry by and large, hey. Jer Jerry, look who he's married to. Yeah. I mean, you gotta yeah. root for the guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or kill him, right? Kill, I think kill him. Rebecca Romero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's getting John mm. Stamos's uh, sloppy seconds. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't personally take I would in a heartbeat. I'd, I'd step over Here are the people I'd kill. In alphabetical order. Mom? So, you know, it's, yeah, that one's just. Not gonna last. I don't see it. Gary? I don't see it. I have no idea that I have the, the Gary taste doesn't of watch TV. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's I don't not really a bad thing. TV. It's not a bad I thing. I salute you, my friend. I yes. do. I watch a bit of TV, but I'm very selective because Good. I just don't have time to watch we even need, like mediocre stuff. We need we need more viewers like that. We just do. And so the thing is, like you know, a lot of these things they they may be good, they may be not, but you don't know. Like something can last and it could be crap. Yeah. True enough. So I mean, I have no way of judging what the American public is gonna. You know, if I knew that, the American be, public doesn't you know, know what the American public's going to do. <laughs> they, got, they got an election coming up. They, they got a lot of shit to deal with. Like the end of the the line is like, if, if I like a show a lot, it probably will be canceled. That's about right. Yeah, that's I mean, about right. So that's, that's the only right. thing I can tell you. Like the Joss Whedon. Joss shows? Whedon. I don't oh. watch Joss Whedon shows until it's canceled. I, I tell <laughs> him. I'm like, yeah, okay. There's a new show. Okay, great. You know, I, I just want to call the guy up. Tops and I just want to call the guy up and go, dude, stop selling your shows to Fox. That's like really. This has happened like four times. Yes. There's a pattern developing. It's like playing Russian roulette with a loaded gun. Yeah, like, with, with an automatic. Yeah. Bang. 
oh gee, didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Uh, on you, fool yeah, me twice, shame on you. Yeah. I'm almost at a bush thing. It's there. absolutely yeah. Yeah. Fool, fool me twice, three times. Uh, you can't, can't fool again. again. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And we just kind of lost shit there, and that's that's it. So. Well, and speaking of useless info, you mentioned that earlier, Dwayne. Um, yes. So Jerry O'Connell, Canadian show, My Secret, Secret Identity. Identity. I remember that. Remember yeah, that? everybody. We all, all these. We were we were talking about like shit like that earlier. As just you know, you you find stuff, and it's. It, it's just amazing that the guy still has a career. Yeah. <laughs> and I, well, that was Benny. Canadian, wasn't it? Well, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was but Canadian. yeah, Canadian shows last, probably didn't see it. Canadian shows last forever. I mean, Hanging In was on for how many years? Oh yeah, the I remember. Beach, they the have beach, no competition. The, 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 the beach, <laughs> the, and it's fine. The, exactly. the Beachcombers. I mean, that was just something to keep Bruno Gerussi working. <laughs> and now he's dead. Do you know that they're they're once again showing that? Are they? Yeah. Where? On Joy TV for those Canadians out there. Joy TV is showing Joy? the beach covers. Joy TV. Joy has TV. The beach. Oh, Joy that's right. Beach. I did see it. Yeah. I saw it on a Monday. Oh, Sounds yeah. Like adult. No, no, far from it. From it. Far dude, from dude it. if you're finding adult entertainment on Joy TV, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> In any jo- sense of the jo- word, Joy TV is like is like is kind of like Vision TV. You oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the religious. They, yeah. yeah, they say they have like the like the Muslim weekends. You have oh, like okay. all like you have like all the Sikhs in the. They have like a couple hours. They have like a whole block. Okay, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, you yeah, gotta have something to watch. I mean, it's. So, so as we're leaving CBS, uh, <laughs> for good probably. Undercover boss. What do you think? Is that still on? Reality show. That's still on. I've never even heard so of this. Undercover oh, this boss. Is, this, so this one, is, Which the premise is decent. So it is decent. What this is is to a point though. What this is is <laughs> always a point. CEOs of these major corporations in the U.S. go undercover for a week, and they so they change their 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 appearance, um, they appearance, appearance yeah. slightly. And they, rubber they, nose. Well, and so then they, then they, then they, the CEO of a clown college has to dress yeah. up like a normal guy. So then they, yeah. they work with the commoners. So they'll be delivery. They'll be at the front counter. They'll do whatever. In their own companies. Or in their own company? companies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's actually and, and different, different um, uh, branches or different locations of their companies. Yeah. Right. Um, so the. I can't remember if it was a season premiere or not because this show started as a mid-season replacement last year. Um, yeah, one right. of the one of the new shows from this season, they got the CEO from Hooters. I remember that Do one. Remember that, that, I, and, and this, I was watching this with my girlfriend, and uh-huh. as she was hitting me, thinking you're an idiot. Um, this the funniest thing. <laughs> he still was, has the bruises. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 funniest thing, and I only watched part of this episode, but the first part, he was in one of the restaurants. And he oh, was, I know where you're going he with was this. one of the dishwashers. And so one of his jobs was to go out with two of the Hooters girls on the street. And, um, and this is sounds going to, this is going to sound funny, but solicit business. So basically they had a bunch of these flyers mm-hmm. and these Hooter girls were handing out the flyers and he was the one doing the talking and saying, well, you know, we have this special on uh, two for one beers or whatever. So <laughs> big surprise. There is this middle-aged couple and a husband and wife. And so... Uh, he is he the CEO, but obviously not as a CEO. Was asking, so what do you think of Hooters? And so the husband's saying, well, uh, I don't have much to say about it. You better ask my wife because <laughs> yeah. my wife's here. Yeah, and she's gonna stand. And you, me, and you yeah. could and you could tell by watching this this show. And the wife turns around and she's got this Miss Thang attitude on her on her face, and she says. I think it's degrading to women. Oh. So then they turn around and they that, pan. That, that's usually what the ugly chicks say. And yeah. they and oh yeah, <laughs> and they pan to the CEO. 
and he had the most startled look on his face like, oh my god, really? You think my Hooters girls are being degraded? <laughs> and I thought... I had no I, fucking clue. <laughs> any, any bit of respect I had for this show went out the window with, with that one panning the, onto his face. Like, the, give me a break. The, give me a fucking awesome. break. It's like, dude, do you know what your company does? <laughs> yeah, really. Th- th- this this is like going to like the head of Vivid Video, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. people are looking at my- people aren't watching porn for the plot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. I watch porn for the plot. Yeah, yeah well, so, yeah, we got to talk about that. Remember what Dwayne was saying about you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so so I think I think right after they panned onto his face, they then they brought the camera over to the two Hooters girls, <laughs> and so he after the two the the couple left. So the CEO turns to the Hooters girls and asks, well, what are your thoughts? So one of them pipes up and says, as she's almost in tears, I don't feel what, I'm just mortified by this and I don't feel right anymore and I just feel humiliated and blah, blah, blah. Again, you're fucking full of shit. (laughs) You you know what this job entails. Come on. How did that suddenly happen? She's just like happy and perky and then he's like, what do you think? And she just bursts into tears. Well, she turns out she bursts into tears, but she looked like it. Turns out she's been there for like five years. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden the, uh, all of a sudden the uh, haze is kind of worn off and shit. Yeah. Ooh, telephone. Oh, you want to oh, get that? Uh, hey, we we have a caller. I was say we haven't even set up the hotlines yet. We don't have no, the hotlines. Right? We're getting calls. What the shit is this? So we uh, we're gonna quickly go on to ABC. Sure. Um, Let's do it. Speaking speaking of <laughs> ABC. That was worth it. There you go. It's ABC. So another procedural drama. Detroit One Eight Seven. Okay. Uh, this is uh, again uh, like a robbery homicide type of show. Got it. Where again, obviously, this is taking place in Detroit, and you've got uh, a couple of teams of robbery homicide detectives going around solving crimes. Makes sense. Um, I watched this, and there's only two reasons why I watched this. Mm-hmm. Reason one: Michael Imperioli. Uh, Christopher. So Christopher. For those of you who don't know, he was on. Uh, the U.S. version of Life on Mars. Mm. Uh, I bring that show up. Yeah, I missed that show immensely. <laughs> uh, he was also on The Sopranos. Christopher. He was also on about half to uh, three quarters of a season of Law and Order about seven years ago. I was believe. it that long? I, think it was I, thought, that I thought long it was. I thought it was more recent. Uh, I think a little two thousand like three, three something like that. I thought I thought it was 06, 07, but whatever. So Michael Imperioli always plays the smart ass detective, no matter what, or smart ass guy, no matter what role he plays, he's Generally. always the ass that you want to <laughs> kick yeah. in the nuts. But at the same time, you got to respect everything he says. The ass has nuts that need kicking. He's the guy you want. <laughs> he's the guy you want. So that's that's the first reason why I want to watch that show. Second reason. Canadian actor Sean Majumder from This oh, Hour Has 22 Minutes. Oh, Sean Majumder's nice. getting... Wow. So, I, wow, really? Yeah, he, he actually On showed, a drama? Yeah, he's Seriously? actually one of the, uh, the main shit. guys. Holy shit. Um, I didn't see that coming. He, so he's playing one of the detectives. Detective like Aman Mahajan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's typecasting yeah, right there. Really? Got, <laughs> how do you figure? <laughs> Um, well, they could call him Jake McLeod. <laughs> and, and just like just like earlier when we were talking about uh, shit, my dad says about yep. the yep. you know limiting what you can say and yep. when you can say it and how you can say it. Right. That first episode or that one episode of Detroit One Eight Seven that I caught. Right. Um, Sean is very limited in what he can say. Like they're not using him to his 
full potential, not even to a quarter of his potential. Oh, I know. The, you, you know the guy's capable, but oh, yeah. once once again, they're, uh, he's he's not one of the guys that, that the Yanks are coming to see. Yeah. So because they don't know. They don't know him yet, and yeah. event, hopefully that they're gonna, you know, you know, boost that as it goes on. They figure out what he's capable of. I think, but I, then again, yeah. you know, that, that that remains to be seen. If if the ABC producers were able to exploit him for his comic genius, and I'll and I'll use that term with him. No, I, I think he's he's, 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 a, he's funny as shit. He is he very is funny as shit and very funny. Yes. If yes. the ABC producers even used a portion of that, they would have a. A ratings winner on their hands, but again, yeah. they don't. Americans, Maybe. no offense to our American listeners, but you guys just don't know them yet. And, exactly, and we're hoping that you get to know them. Exactly. Uh, we'll quickly through, skip through a few of these. Castle, another procedural drama. I've heard good things about that. Castle is well, second. Good. It's the second year for this or third uh, year? Third season. Third season now. Eh? Third season. It's a Nathan Fillion show that's made it to three seasons. Nathan Fillion. Wow. It's scary. It happens. It yeah. fucking happens. Only when Joss Whedon isn't involved, I guess. <laughs> you see? You see? So what was it? Firefly he was on. Firefly. Right? He was on Firefly. Yes. Season of Firefly. He was on, that was all there was. Yeah, he was on 13 episodes. Yeah. He was on... Um, There's something else he was on. Well, of course, he's good. Dr. Horrible. Yeah, Dr. Horrible. Uh, I think he had like... That, a, was, that was a DB. That was a DB. Okay. That, was a, that was more of an internet thing than... Uh, um, what else am I forgetting? Yeah, he had a cameo in else. Buffy, I think. The oh, Vampire That's Slayer. probably where he's... Yeah, oh, that's okay. like early yes. days, but yeah. Once again, another good Canadian guy there. But yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really happy to see Castles on Season 3. And uh, just like with um, Risk of Argentay and Law & Order SBU, mm-hmm. yes, Stanicatic is Stan- up there on my list. Oh, yeah! Stanicatic, Stanic- I, I, she kind of grown on me. I didn't see it first. Not at first. Because I thought she had that man jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you look at her, she has that kind of a... It's she a very has that strong, square, yeah. yeah, but no, it's after no, it's it's She's, when, when you see yeah, her outside yeah, of the, I, the I, studio I, makeup I, and stuff, I'm converted. I'm She's, converted. Oh yeah, I'm converted. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Dancing with the Stars. We're not even gonna get no. that reality crap. Modern Family. I've never caught Modern. Family. Modern Family is awesome. I heard it's an excellent show. Modern and Family, O'Neal. just because. Well, that's why I watched yeah. it. That for uh, and actually, if you watch closely. Uh, they, they they managed to work in a Sofia Vergara boob jiggle in every show. <laughs> God I, bless I, I, I just, just 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 YouTube. You'll find the gifts for her. Like she's like stirring milk one week. She's shaking something up the next week. I don't I don't know, but I think their writing staff is more perverted. No, their their writing staff is more perverted than I am. Well, and, and, probably and, in her contract. I, it better be because because those those are spectacular. And like I said, unfortunately, I've never caught the show, but I've heard it's an, it's really well written. Written, if I can yeah. speak properly, yeah. and it's very well it's, written. Yeah, yes. and it's yes. and it's gonna last. I, yeah, well, I mean, they, they've already made it to, to two years, and the fact that a comedy has made it two years on ABC yeah. actually says yeah, something because exactly. that just doesn't fucking happen. Exactly. But uh, one show I don't think is gonna last on ABC: No Ordinary, No Ordinary Family. Uh, that's oh, the one with Michael okay, Chiklis okay, from okay. Uh, Commish. Yeah, I missed it this week. And he's also. Uh, what, what's that uh, character he plays in the movie? The, the, the thing. Here's the thing the in thing. Fantastic Four. Yeah, don't forget Fab Four. Yeah, but, dude, but dude, he's Vic Mackey in the Shield. The fabulous Four, did you say? Yeah, I, I was gonna he's say the Fab fabulous. Four. The fabulous. Wrong format. Wrong format for that one. Yeah, exactly. But I, 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 I can see it. I can see it. But, but uh, so the premise. What, here. One, of the, one of them is the Human Torch, right? He is flaming. <laughs> <laughs> the Fabulous Four, that's the only character yeah. that doesn't change. Yeah, <laughs> the Human Torch the is human still flaming. He's still flaming. Flame on. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> so again, quick premise. Um, uh, family of four, uh, I believe they 
got into an accident of some sort. I can't That's remember what usually it was. how it starts. Yeah. I heard it was really lame though. It, like it, they just drank some water or they went swimming. Uh, or, yeah, I'm like really. You said they're superheroes or yeah, something. Yeah, there has to. Be, I'm hoping yeah, yeah. there's yeah, more to it than that. But oh them. shit. Yeah. That, that's like that's what happened to cosmic rays? Is that cosmic too good for radioactive, people nowadays? Radioactive spiders, yeah. radioactive meteorites, something involving radiation, radiation that should normally give you tumors but gives you superpowers. Exactly. Yeah, that's radioactive, man. Radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> the goggles come on. They do nothing. The goggles do nothing. Up and at them. Up and at them. You know, <laughs> if, if they're gonna make a show like this, why not I bring know. Pluto Nash to the small screen? I mean, really. That, I think that's the only thing. That's that's the only thing. That, that's the only little chestnut they haven't mined yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't it crash and burn so hard that Eddie Murphy's still feeling it? <laughs> obviously, he's. You know what? That should have honestly finished his career off. Yeah. Well, well it kind I mean, of if, did, but if the transvestite hooker didn't. Sh- Finish but off his career. The, well, it's Hollywood. That happens that, to like yeah, every true. second act. I mean, you're, you're reduced to no, doing like a voiceover for a donkey. A good uh, voiceover for a donkey. A good, yep. I, you know, you know, I'm I'm gonna shut up now because obviously that fucking crap's working for him. So. Uh, yeah, really. Well, yeah. Least he's not doing. Is he? He's not still doing those uh, awful children's. No. Those, yeah. No. The trailers for those well, gave me like care whatever. Yeah. Well, no, daddy daycare. No, because no, no, the rock's got the market else. cornered on that shit now. <laughs> oh, tooth oh. fairy. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has Eddie Murphy's agent. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he was supposed to be the biggest action star on earth, and then this yeah. fucking happened. Yeah, I want to do comedy. I want like, to what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> because like, what? Really? <laughs> Why do all the action heroes go? I want to I do comedy. Oh, rock fairies to talk to me Why the hell did I do that? Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you do fucking action movies <laughs> like you're good at? Hey, you know what? You're popular. Keep doing yeah, that. Why yeah. do you need Stick to... Stick with what works, yeah, you dummy. Really. Not everyone needs to expand their over. Like when they did that with Jim Carrey and then his career Jim, just tanked. Jim Carrey, I have to say, he's a good actor. He is. In, in, his the, niche. No, in, in the Truman Show... In yeah. the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is one of my favorite okay. movies, yeah, that's he true. That's true. is exceptional. What yes. was that one movie? Twenty three. I I, I well, haven't seen that. I, the the number twenty three. Like, yeah, I haven't seen I that heard either. it's bad. So, yeah, I, I heard it's I, I, like half a star. We were one of the few that rented that movie, and that oh, was dude. just oh. Did yeah. you actually make it through the whole thing? Well, you uh, had to I spend think I the fell rentals. Asleep, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> rentals were expensive. So yeah, yeah. I have to watch this no matter how shitty it is. Yeah, exactly. So it uh, hurts. It <laughs> hurts. Final thoughts before we get into douchebag of the week. Um, I'm gonna quickly skip over to Fox, and the only thing I can think of because I haven't watched Fox lately is Family Guy. Uh, series premiere. Did you guys catch? Series no. Premiere, Family Guy? You know, honestly, no. I I don't really watch Family Guy until the off season. I I because I I'm I'm like a football guy. Like my Sunday nights are like, you know, you got you got the Amazing Race. You got. Boardwalk Empire, Mad Men, like the good shit. Yeah. And then Family Guy's kind of in there, and it's like, fucking, hey, I just I push it ahead. I wait. I almost I almost wait till syndication. Now. Yeah, and, and and you're better off doing that. Is that like, bad? Cleveland Show and American Dad and all that shit like that is just leave it to the side. Family Guy, the, the season premiere, it was a one hour episode. It was done up like a a Clue. Uh, movie, and, oh, and they have Colonel Mustard in the shed with a weed whacker, that kind of thing. Not, not far off. And, See, and I know, honest, shit. honestly, easy. they didn't have any of their um, pop culture references with the you know the side that, clips. But that's their only that's, thing. That's their shtick. That's right? their only thing. And they didn't do any of that. And then they killed off a yeah. couple of the the supporting. Not, oh, really? not the main family characters. Well, but, you can't. But 
you couple can. of the supportive characters, so I'm kind of okay. wondering, are they going to bring them back in... You see, you see, the regular. This is what happens when you get. How much they, they gave Seth MacFarlane? What, a hundred million bucks or something? He's, he's got a shitload. He's of got money. like they gave him like a shitload of money. And yeah. Now he decides. I guess he wants to be a serious artist. He's like uh, once again like the action stars trying to do comedy. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, they got the comedy guy who's trying to do something with some substance. No. Not within road. this venue. No. Dude, yeah. Dude, yeah. dude, you're not capable. Again, I think you're you guys, not capable. You guys said it earlier tonight. Stick with what you know. right? Stick with what you know. Stick with yeah. what you're good at. You're good that's at. That's right. That's yeah. right. Present yeah. company excluded. Of you course. know, that's like with, with uh, you know, like when Stephen King writes about God knows anything, and he gets how many millions of dollars? He's like the current Robin Masters. You know. He's yeah. yeah he's he's sitting on no, that. no. I'm sorry, Stephen King. I haven't read any of his newer works, but he was. One of my favorite oh, writers. Yeah. Oh, I'm, God, no shit. I'm not, he doesn't... Yeah, okay, maybe I'm, I'm taking what you said out of context. No, and maybe I'm not speaking clearly, but I, I guess... And, and again, no, I can hear you. I can hear you clear. Sorry. It's pretty good. Re- referencing back to I'm Family Guy. I'm sitting right here. Uh-huh. Um, and they even made a, a joke about this, too, where uh, in one of the episodes where, you know, Stephen King used to... like His, his novels were just so in-depth and so very intellectually written. Yes. And it just seemed, in more recent years, it was all... Just slap it. I mean, he was still a good writer, yeah. but just didn't have the same quality that the older yeah. oh, of course. novels had. But yeah. it didn't matter because he had the name of Stephen King. Yep. Name, name recognition name is recognition. huge. It is yeah. huge, yeah. I mean, there are still people making money on their name. Donald Trump has been making yeah, money on yeah, yeah. That fucker ain't done shit. <laughs> so, so, so sorry, Gary, you were saying? No, I, I uh, like Stephen King. I, I just, you know, you, you, what you're saying is is probably... To some degree, correct. Like I haven't read too much of his newer work, so I yeah. don't know if the quality, if he's maintained that. But his earlier stuff was fantastic. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. like "Where were you all my yeah. life?" sort of stuff. Yeah, so. no, no doubt about it. Now's a good time for douchebag of the week. Douchebag of the oh, week. Sorry. But Gary well, wants I, to I, add something. I just want to add something to the TV shows because oh, yeah, I actually sorry. do watch one TV show on, oh, okay. on your. That's good to have a hobby. Your list here. That's <laughs> good to have a hobby. Well, no, it's it's because it's in its second season now. V. Oh. The, uh, now, yes. Another rehash. And I, I I do want to address this because okay. I am very vitriolic against the you know the hollywood mentality of hey we don't have any new ideas let's just take something that worked before and reboot it or whatever (laughs) but i (laughs) i have to say that v i've really really enjoyed really they have taken the idea and but they they've left all the details they've rebooted it in a way that it's intelligently written all new characters and uh you know, I gave it the benefit of the doubt, watched it, and it, it's a compelling series. Okay. It doesn't right. insult your intelligence. It, right. it never went with any of the cliches. I was waiting for yeah. it to go into, you know, this pitfall or that pitfall. And yeah. um, it usually dealt with the subject matter in a, in a surprisingly intelligent way. Great. And it was still entertaining. It was still fun and explosions and aliens and stuff. So I'm I'm very happy that it actually got and surprised that it got yeah, renewed I'm, I'm for a second season. I didn't even but, bother watching it just for the the I, arguments you made that you know I was expecting pitfalls and poor references to the old show. There was no references really? to the old show. It's completely new. Yeah, you can wow. go in cold. Uh, the characters are fully well drawn. They're not. Wow. They're not. They're all flawed. Like each character is flawed and. And the thing is, you have the villains and the heroes, but from a certain point of view, the heroes, like, everyone's a hero in their own mind, and they, you can really see that in this series, that no one thinks of themselves as the villain. Okay. But uh, 
you know, they, they do things for their own, everyone has their own agenda, and even the good guys, there's a lot of gray, and um, what I really loved is the fact that the good guys have to make some very, very hard decisions, because they're essentially terrorists, because yeah, everyone yeah. loves the visitors, and the visitors yeah. have their own agenda, and they're, yeah. they're on their own. Right. They're against the police, uh, their own police, as well as the visitors. Oh, okay. They're, and so they're, in effect, terrorists. So yeah. it's a very gray area that they have to operate in where they have to make decisions is, you know, where there can be civilian casualties or, or you know, just consequences of their actions because they're, they're, they're fighting their own people when they don't want to be, but they oh, have okay. no choice. And there's no right decision. There's no decision where I'm the good guy, I'm going to do this decision, and I'm right. They basically have a choice between, you know, A and B, and both of them have severe consequences. That, oh, okay. And okay. I really like that I that nuanced approach it. to it. So really no parallels to the original series other than the name and the symbol? Um, well, the idea that there are visitors that came yeah. down, and they have an ulterior agenda, and they're probably reptilian underneath. Right. That basic concept is the same, but beyond that, that it's all new. It's and all new story. Yeah. Is there any uh, parallels to District Nine? Um, yeah. Well, in the in the sense that it, it's a it's an adult approach to the material. Okay. Um, I, I don't see any over uh, correlations. District Nine was very much a a sort of metaphor of the slum housing, you know, and and um, and yeah. uh, discrimination. And yeah, racism. You have like yeah. internment camps set up for the aliens and whatever. Yeah. Right. How one, how one guy who's like in charge of all of that is now becoming one of them, right? Yeah, because he's infected with whatever, right? Whatever, yeah, right. And okay. and I love District Nine. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, okay. but I, I do it think it's two movie. completely separate okay. approaches, but cool. both within a fantastic setting. Okay, cool. so cool, great. Yeah. Any other TV no, shows you guys want to talk about? Um, you know what? The the only one I want to make brief mention to is uh, Boardwalk Empire, which is on HBO, okay. which is about. Uh, Steve Buscemi is uh, uh, getting a finally getting a good lead role. He's oh, yeah. he's the treasurer of New Jersey back in uh, the late 1920s when Prohibition is starting. Nice. And he is the lead alcohol runner oh, for the nice. Eastern Seaboard. Sweet. You know, Uncle Jesse would be proud. Uncle Jesse would definitely <laughs> be proud. But uh, he's uh, he's he, he's kind of got a Tony Soprano kind of role. He's uh, he's very smooth. He's very slick. But he's also he's got he's got his scruples. He's got his. Uh, you know, he's there's a lot of moral ambiguity going on in this show, and uh, it's his dealings with um, with some of the gangsters in New York and the gangsters in Chicago. Uh, some of the history is played with a little bit fast and loose, but uh, the pilot was done by Martin Scorsese, oh, and they've got cool. some, and the and the writing staff is is led by Terrence Winter, who did The Sopranos, who did oh, a lot wow. of the. So it's it's a very good pedigree. It's always been it's already been picked up for a second year. Nice and. If you want some high-quality television, I can't recommend that one enough because the attention to detail for the sets and <clears throat> and for the costuming and and the story is just ridiculously good, even though some of the history is a little bit fast and loose. Okay. But that's if if there's one thing I'm going to recommend for a Sunday night or whatever, this it's fantastic. If you get HBO, you got to check it out. Straight Great. up, straight up. Any thoughts, Gary? Um, no, sounds good. <laughs> I like it. I'll watch I it tonight. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, so now let's get to Douchebag of the Week. I, I got to get some theme music yeah. for that. that we'll that's definitely. That. I'm going to work on that. But uh, okay. this one is actually going to delve into Douchebag of the Month territory. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. No. And what this guy has done 
it, it's 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 kind of Epic. we we got to give them an honorary place. Because <laughs> do we have a hall of fame now? We, we're going to have to have a douchebag hall of fame <laughs> going up on the website. It, it'll go up on the website because you know it's and once I say the guy's name, I mean Dave's going to know right off the hat because it's a local guy. Okay. Yeah, that I mean, we've been sticking on local. I mean, we've had Sammy now. Now we got my man Alex Chapman. Oh, Alex, Alex the Black Chapman, man Chapman. Chapman. <laughs> I, I think we've got to come up with a better nickname for yeah. him, too. Alex the Dunderheaded Idiot. Um, so you want to explain the background a, a, story? A, of this? Alex Chapman was a man who was going through a divorce a few years ago. But he came forward at the end of August with allegations that his lawyer, one Mr. Jack King, tried to coerce him into having sex with his wife while representing him in a divorce case in 2003. Basically, Mr. King was trying to spice his love life up a bit. And he was saying, you know what my wife could really use? She could really get bored out by a black guy. <laughs> bored I think, out, eh? I, I, th I, th I, think she would, I think she would really enjoy it. So he said that basically his current lawyer who was representing him in his divorce would, was sending him numerous explicit photos of his wife, Jack's wife, yes. Lori, Who's who's Lori? Who is a judge? Oh, but not just a judge. Not just a judge. She she Justice Lori Douglas. So we're talking like Court of Queen's bench judge. She's oh. a judge of judges. Judge of judges. We're talking. We're talking like the highest oh. one of the highest judges in the province of Manitoba. Mm -hmm. All right. So he's she's been sending him. He's been sending her nude photos of his wife, who he wants to have sex with. And while he was a lawyer, while he was representing his law firm which is Thompson, Dorfman, and Sweatman, which is one of the biggest law firms in Winnipeg, if not the biggest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Wait. what happened was, <laughs> he well, it gets better. If he was still alive, Johnny Cochran would work at this Johnny mm -hmm. Johnny Cochran would have loved this He's case. Dead? because oh, Johnny yeah. Cochran's dead. Yeah. dead. Yeah, a few years ago. Died a few years mm -hmm. ago. Actually, most of that legal team is dead. Only Shapiro's, <laughs> only Shapiro's oh. left. Him, the Jews wonder. left, you see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically OG got a, you know, whatever he was, and then, like, yeah, like, Basically, all the, his team gone, Jews left. But the yeah. Jews left. There you go. Longevity's in your blood. Yeah, enjoy it. Boat, you guys. So anyhow, the guy never deleted any of the emails and kept all the photos. Now, he got a one-time payment from Mr. King to keep this shit quiet. Of how much again? $25,000. And wait, they, wait, wait, got, wait, wait, I won't even buy a decent new car. Five thousand dollars. It shows you, shows you like the guy Austin you're dealing with. This level. Is <laughs> one, I want one million dollars, <laughs> sir. He made two billion dollars last year in gross profit income. Twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. I'm rich. He got yeah, twenty-five thousand bucks to keep his mouth oh, shut. That's good. So that. That, well, that not being douchey in itself, <laughs> the guy kept all his photos and the correspondence on his work email. Yeah. He was... kept all, all the explicit shit on his work account. Nice. And then he decides that he's going to go to the media with this, that he was being harassed and coerced and whatever. Six years, seven six years year, Six years later. Oh, well, it's seven years later. Yeah, it was started in 03. 03 yeah. So now, he now we're at the seven. He got paid out in 03. He decides to come forward this year that he's got all this evidence. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy also gets fired from his job because he's got explicit material on it. <laughs> which, they took, which they didn't know about until he made it public. Like, so then they decide... Great company. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna decide, you know, we're going to look at all this and... You know, we're going to you know, do everything you know, diligently up. And then it's, you've got all this crap on your work account. 
But where else would you but keep my, your Akibos? Really? Hey, in this day and age of limited storage. How he got $25,000 in the bank? He could have bought himself an Apple. You have $25,000. You have $25,000. Buy another hard drive. Yeah. Take it home with you. Hard drive space is cheap, you dunce. For those reasons, and for those reasons alone, Alex Chapman is our douchebag of the month. Congratulations, you friggin' jackass. Golf clap. Well, yeah. I hope it was worth it, you twant. <laughs> well put, my friend. Well put. I know. Any any final thoughts, Gary? I'm I'm still reeling. <laughs> Gary's never actually paid attention to this one, so he's gonna, no, this he's one, gonna be like this looking one, this shit up later. Yeah. He's gonna be like, "This was not on my radar." You gotta like, be shitting me. Yeah. Well, on that note, guys. I think it's a good time to wrap up. I think it is. I think it's we ran overtime. Excellent show. Yeah. Yes. If, if we do say so ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and our quality control is is <laughs> above, oh, it's above reproach, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All righty. So on that note, thank you once again for tuning in to another fun-filled episode of Man Rant Corner. Mm-hmm. Once again, we encourage your feedback by rating our show on either iTunes and or emailing us at manrantcorner at gmail.com. I've already given us five stars. We're doing good. Fantastic. <laughs> so again, we, we do encourage and welcome and appreciate your feedback. So please tell us your positive and negative and neutral comments. Uh, anything you can tell us to oh, fuck help. Neutral. Fuck help. neutral. I don't know positive or negative. Yeah. yeah. A- anything you can tell us to help better the show and, and please spread the word to your friends and family to catch us on iTunes. Or, or else. Or, or else. else. So on that note, from the Man Rant Corner headquarters, goodbye from my co-host Gary. Goodbye. <laughs> my other co-host Dwayne. Uh, Wiedersehen, <laughs> And myself, Dave. Okay, guys, take care. Ciao. Later. <laughs>